2: So if we talk about the young generation, a question for both uh, of you. Um, Should we start teaching in school, maybe with a topic like ecological awareness? To start teaching that in school? I mean,
3: of course you could do that. But I think it would be better to, to include that aspect in all other subjects so that we show that everything is connected.
4: I am not a bigot. I am a good global citizen and believe all the socially acceptable things that the good grown-ups at the big banks tell the TV screens to tell me to believe. Welcome to the planet, my dears.
5: Wipe your feet.
6: Come on in. No more need for coats in
7: your mother's den.
8: What do you see as the biggest challenges in, in conservation?
9: Yeah, the, the growing human population because <laughs> if where we are, there's nothing else.
8: And do you have views about what should be done
9: about that? Don't you guess?
10: Then the doors burst open. The king and queen walk through. There's our precious daughter. If they did not know what love
9: meant, who would?
4: I am so happy that Prince Philip, friend of Jimmy Savile and father of philanthropist and champion of science Jeffrey Epstein's close friend Prince Andrew, and enlightened scientists like Bill Nye will come up with solutions to the hashtag climate crisis. I believe when the TV tells me that science says the earth is dying because of climate change, which is why I became a vegan activist, but I wish we knew how to stop it so poor Prince Philip and Greta can have their futures back.
10: Growing population is a problem, but notice that the rate that the population is growing, human population is growing, is slowing down. It's it's apparently raising the standard of living of women and girls, people like you. As women and girls get better educated, they have fewer kids, and the kids they do have have more resources, so they're better taken care of, and they are more successful.
5: And I think that was the biggest aha to Bill and me when we got into this work, is we asked ourselves, of course, the same hard-nosed question you'd ask, which is, if you get into this work and you start to save these children, will women just keep overpopulating the world? And thank goodness the converse is absolutely true, because they don't do that.
11: In this year's annual letter, Melinda and I take the toughest questions we get asked and give our answers. One that's come up for a long time is... As we make the world healthier, is the population going to get so big that feeding everybody and maintaining the environment is going to be impossible? We find that in every country of the world, this is repeated. that population growth goes down as we improve health. That the faster we improve health, the faster family size goes down. And so we can feel great about saving those lives
5: Having a child means that your net carbon output per year in tons is 59. From one child is 59. Going on a vegan diet removes 0.8. So if you have a child, that's literally making up for like 70 vegans. Exactly you know, if right. if you go car free, if I lived in Manha- if I live in Manhattan and I don't drive, I am the equivalent of three vegans. If I wash my clothes with cold water, if I hang them to dry and I recycle everything, that's the equivalent of one vegan
4: diet. I am so glad my educated wife knew better than to have children. It gives me more time to become a better version of myself. If we did have kids she wouldn't have this great job and I couldn't have gotten the vasectomy from Dr. Gregor that her corporate health insurance paid for. My wife's boyfriend suggested I take a break from playing my Nintendo Switch and doing hardcore vegan activism in YouTube comments a few times a week to meditate or exercise but even my spiritual leader, Sock is concerned about the hashtag climate crisis. Maybe he has a viable solution to this real and not made up crisis that is going to make everything bad happen if we don't do what the good grown-ups in government, banks, and the media tell us to do. Unless you reduce the human footprint on the planet,
11: there is no solution for anything. Then they asked me a brilliant question. How do you reduce the human footprint? I said, you have to reduce the number of feet. That's the only way. So right now, it doesn't matter what others think, all of you who are here and those of you who are hanging out with me, we can take it upon ourselves that we will not push the human population. You can have a dog
9: he promoted this on television and and he went around all the agricultural shows and he had a, I mean, it was a one-man thing and it had a tremendous effect, it reduced it from 3% to 1%. One of the things he said to the farmers, he said, look, you don't need all these children, it's ridiculous, you've got to feed them all, clothe them all, educate them all and and look after their health. So have a few and then if you want to go on entertaining yourself, have a vasectomy. Oh yes. Well, how do I do that? Well, I will organise it for you. Yeah. We'll we we'll, we'll, we'll have buses running into Bangkok on the King's birthday, very auspicious day. <laughs> and you will go into and he took over a whole lot of school halls and that of thing. And he and they had, he showed me a photograph of all these beds and everything. And people went in and they and I said, but they said, how did they take it? Well, he said they didn't like being seen to have the operation. Oh, I said, really? How do you do that? I had visions You know, putting up... Oh, he said, it's quite simple. I blindfolded them.
0: <laughs> hey, what's that gadget? Global
4: Television? Citizens Breaking News. I am not a bigot. I am a good global citizen who takes the recommended daily dosage of vitamin TV to keep me in a state of anxiety, agitation, confusion and learned helplessness. I am not a science denier. I trust the experts. I do not deny science. The good grown-up experts from science on the TV interrupt this totally real and not made up hashtag climate crisis to bring you information from a more important and totally real death threat from a global pandemic virus. We must all listen to the experts from science and obey the TV and participate in this totally necessary and justified mandatory panic.
12: Uh, spoiler alert, you're a scientist. What I will say of this virus, I think we're in the middle of a massive experiment worldwide. And that and where is. Where's the guinea pigs? Uh, uh, maybe. The experiment is will people listen to scientists? <laughs> In, in this case, referring to medical professionals? Medical In professionals, this particular
5: say, case. Say Anthony Fauci over an allergy and infectious disease. For example,
12: and um, are you washing your hands? And are you taking these precautions? These are warnings offered by scientists. And for our own good. For our own good. And I'd be interesting if we all paid attention to what scientists say obeying the recommendations of scientists. It's an interesting experiment we're in the middle of.
2: Report ...by Johns Hopkins researchers and said that as many as 6,000 children a day could die over a six-month period from preventable causes because of health care system disruptions caused by the coronavirus. Our next guest, uh, Greta Thunberg, recently gave $100,000 she had received for her climate change activism to UNICEF to help protect kids from the pandemic. She's also helping raise even more money for UNICEF she recently revealed she believes she may have had coronavirus after returning home from working in Europe. She said her symptoms were very mild and her father who had traveled with her also got sick. We spoke to uh, Greta Thunberg earlier this afternoon.
3: During this crisis, during any crisis, it is always the the most vulnerable people who are hit the hardest and that is children. Um,
2: because there's so much focus on coronavirus, there's a lot of kids around the world who may die of things that are very treatable, but because medical systems are overwhelmed, it's going to impact children uh, in ways that a lot of people don't really anticipate. Coronavirus!
10: I have to say, as well, I mean, Anderson and I have traveled around the world and seen the, the amazing work UNICEF has done in various places. I mean, it
4: really is a, a terrific organization, Children's Emergency Fund. I am so, so scared. If the extra non-essential people don't all obey science and stop working, wear masks, obey social distancing guidelines from science, and stay home until the good grown-ups tell us it's safe again, everything bad will happen always and all the people will die. The models clearly show that this is necessary and we have no choice but to listen to the experts from science. I am not selfish. I am a good global citizen who does not hate children and grandma. I will listen to what this brave, grassroots 16-year-old human shield tells me to do. I am not a bigot. The science is settled. We must accept a new normal. My wife's boyfriend is an essential worker on the front lines. He is a university graduate and a department manager at Walmart and understands the science and the models. He assures me that this is the right thing for us non essential people to do. One of the things I've
2: seen you talk about online too is just how important it is to listen to experts and listen to science. And this is a time when, you know, I was not a very good science student. Um, when I was in school, um, but this is a time it seems that you know the global scientific community is so critically important, and we're really seeing just how important it is to to follow science.
3: Yes, yes, exactly, and and I hope that we can see now the the scientific community are stepping up and they are they are speaking up more than they have they are done before because. Obviously this is a crisis that would require the scientific community to speak up and um uh, and I hope that people really it it feels like uh, science is getting uh, the role of science is is changing now it's becoming more people are starting to realize that we are actually depending on science and that we need to listen to scientists and experts and i I really hope that we that that stays and that that also um, it is it's for, for other crises, such as the climate crisis and the environmental crisis, that we actually understand that we have to listen to, to the scientists.
12: If the world was vegan, there would be no COVID-19. Up until 10,000 years ago, there were no epidemic diseases. What changed? We domesticated animals.
2: How's it going? I hope you're being safe out there and in good health, and certainly I hope you're having enough toilet paper at home. Corona emerged due to the consumption of meat. What can I do in the future to prevent this? Leave the meat off your plate, don't buy any animal products, and don't consume anything that an animal died for, or has been raped for, or has been tortured for. You know what I'm saying? So in order to avoid a pandemic in the future, you might want to look into your current diet and and see what consequences to have an animal on your plate might have on a global scale. And you're seeing it right now. You know, this is a small taste.
13: American philosopher John Rawls devised a thought experiment called the Veil of Ignorance. He suggested that when trying to determine a moral course of action on an issue that affects multiple people, we should make that decision from a veil of ignorance in regarding which person we will be. For instance, when designing a social policy that affects two different classes of people, one can imagine that once this policy has been designed, one will be placed somewhere in this society, with an equal chance of ending up in either of the two classes. The idea is that placing oneself in a veil of ignorance when designing societies, or social policies for that matter, should result in a more fair as gyms, libraries, places of worship, And gatherings of more than two people have been banned. It's extremely important that these measures are enforced and that we practice social distancing, because potentially every one person can set in motion a chain of events that results in thousands of people being infected. Despite this, it seems that many people in the UK aren't taking this seriously. With photos emerging of packed tube stations and crowded parks, the mortality rates can be expected to increase over time if no countermeasures are put in place to flatten the curve, with hospitals becoming overrun with cases. Sure, if you ignore these guidelines, you may not ever see the victims of your actions, but I can't see how that's morally relevant. If I buy cow's cheese, directly affecting the supply and demand and causing more cows to be tortured and killed, I'll never see my victims but I'm still morally responsible for their suffering and death. This is especially the case when we consider that the government have now told us extensively the risks of leaving home and not practicing good hygiene. We have now been told countless times that more people will die if we do not take this seriously. One argument is that going outside is going to give you a large amount of pleasure and that you'll be missing out on something if you don't go outside. Perhaps as a social event you really want to go ahead or you're just bored of social distancing. This is essentially the same argument that non-vegans use when trying to justify killing animals. If we don't think that we can justify killing non-humans on the basis of pleasure, then surely we can't justify killing humans on the basis of pleasure. I mean, come on, what next? Perhaps you also think that because lions don't self-isolate, humans shouldn't either. I think we all know that the behaviour of lions isn't an excuse for humans killing animals or humans. You may also think that Hitler self-isolated, and he was a vegetarian. And while it's true that Hitler did self-isolate before his death, what Hitler did and didn't do is irrelevant to what we should do. To be fair though, if God wanted us to self-isolate, why would he give us legs? Another argument people may use is that the quicker we all get infected, the quicker we reach herd immunity. This of course is true if a virus can only infect you
4: once which we are not certain of when it comes to coronavirus wow that is some of the most powerful science i've ever heard i feel so helpless and afraid but comforted that the science has a plan to fight this terrible real death threat from this pandemic the essential workers at the hospitals need our help we must stay home and implement a global lockdown until the good grown-up experts like philanthropist jeffrey epstein's close friend bill gates come up with a happy safe Healthy injectable science medicine to make us immune and healthy. Luckily, this won't affect my vegan activism which is done anonymously in social media comments. I just wish all the non-essential people would listen to us empowered science-affirming activists and stay home and eat plant-based kibble so we can win the battle against the invisible enemy. Toxic masculinity and science denial seem to be at the root of this problem. It seems like both these four countries have in common. It's two things, Taiwan, New Zealand, Germany, Norway.
6: All four of them reacted decisively to the coronavirus crisis. All four of them kept infection rates and death rates low and all four of them have
5: female leaders. This coronavirus crisis has shown clearly that we need competent, empathetic leadership and that means more women in positions of power and less of the macho stupidity and sociopathic behavior that we get from Bolsonaro in Brazil, Boris Johnson in the UK, or Trump here
4: in the United States. These toxic masculinity exuding non-essential extra people who refuse to wear their healthy muscles, stay home and accept mandatory unemployment are infringing on my rights. These science-denier irresponsible non-essential people are the same bigots who wouldn't listen to the good grown-up philanthropists who tried to help them sterilize themselves and give up their non-essential rights to travel, eat meat, have jobs, own land, and reproduce in order to save our poor sick mommy Earth from all the toxic CO2 exhalations that the experts say the nasty extra people are off-gassing.
14: The act of killing the animal wasn't the masculine trait back then. It was the act of providing for, for, the, for your homes, right, was the masculine trait back in the day. Gender, gender roles change, right, but this is back in the day, right? The, act, the masculine act was to provide and to, to look after and to defend. But we've conflated that with the masculine thing being aggressive, but also killing animals. And so you, you translate that feeling to a 2019 context and you have people thinking, actually, well, actually, to be manly means to eat meat, but actually to be manly doesn't mean to eat meat. It means to, to look after
4: my favorite vegan activist can help re educate these ignorant science denier lockdown phobes. They just need some inspirational speeches from positive male role models to teach them to accept the new normal. Earthling Ed can help them understand why masculinity is not about eating meat, or having unnecessary things like children, jobs, guns, testosterone, real animal foods, and rights. If only more men would be like Earthling Ed, we would not have viruses because people would not eat animals or toxic masculinity because men would be comfortable with their lack of masculinity and redefinition of it. Getting women to find you attractive and it's, it's really
14: grotesque when you watch these adverts and you simplify what's happening in these adverts and what's been reinforced to people. But it really, really works. Like Advertising is so powerful. So now you have this idea of that and then as a vegan I get accused of being a soy boy right? And now, I am a soy boy because I love soy. Like, that's fine. I drink soy milk, I eat tofu. But the idea is being a soy boy, you're feminizing yourself, right? Because there's phytoestrogens in soy products, which there is.
4: This brave, stunning activist has me literally shaking with self-empowered, redefined masculinity and an unstoppable drive to stay home and stop this virus and the hashtag climate crisis by continuing my hero's journey of vegan activism in YouTube comments and on my anonymous Instagram profile. Real masculinity is not about having or providing for a family and children, producing and eating real animal foods, or having unnecessary testosterone and muscle and rights. Real masculinity is about using female emotional manipulation techniques to make people behave like you want them to. Thank you, Earthling Ed. I stand with you and you're not toxically masculine, man bun, and proudly declare... I am a soy boy, because I love soy. Like, that's fine. I drink soy milk, hate tofu.
14: But the idea is, being a soy boy, you're feminizing yourself, right? Because there's phytoestrogens in soy products, which there is. Like, um, you know... This idea that we have to reinforce these tropes of what it means to be a man, and so almost eating meat is a stamp of that dominance and authority, and is a reminder of of, of of kind of like more archaic and transgressive masculine traits and roles, which is interesting.
6: Ah, <sighs> what's up, bigot? What is going on? What's cracking? All right. Welcome to another mostly peaceful live stream. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Mandatory face masks. Wear your face diapers. Who's wearing their face diapers right now? Ah, here we go. Here we go. Staying safe up at my house. Just made sweet love to my wife in this mask. She was wearing the same. It was freaking hot.
14: hello hello hello
1: hello we have so much to talk about today we have so
6: much to talk about today i'm so excited to talk to you all hi i'm tristan from primal edge health and i love you wear your freaking mask mask it or casket mask it or casket hi i miss you so much hey
0: everybody Hey, bigots. I just want to say I'm so
6: happy to see you guys. I miss you so much. It's been like two whole days since we got to hang out, huh? Oh, Oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. Okay. (laughs) Evan Hart crying about the audio. The audio is fine. The audio is fine. Let me check the audio. Let's see this. Crying about the audio. The audio is fine. Kevin, oh, I'm tripping about that audio. We're good. Evan Hart, Jay Dyer, what's up, Jay Dyer in the chat? Inga Johnson, Jansen, Diamond Tuesday, what's up? Okay, Louisa Nelson, Dozo, Radical Greek. Hello, everybody. Hello, all you bigots. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the bell icon. The science is settled, the experts have spoken, and we stand with the experts of the settled science that is settled because the experts said it is because of science, and we are here standing in solidarity. Here we are, wearing our happy, healthy masks for solidarity, okay? I don't care if you are an idiot, conspiracy theorist, retarded, non-entity subhuman, and you think that wearing a mask is not gonna help you. I don't care if you think that depriving yourself of oxygen is bad for you. I do not care. You must wear your muzzle. Oh, I gotta itch my eye. There we go. Alright, we have so much to talk about. We have so much to talk about. We got gimps, simps, OnlyFans pimps, and a bunch of funny vegans, like usual. But first of all, first of all, we gotta say thank you for the supporters of the stream. For those of you who do support... For all y'all who do support the stream, we got a super chat here from. This one was actually Melissa. Melissa sent a. Uh, that's via Streamlabs. Sends a Streamlabs. Let's see if that goes through if I send it again. No? How do you resend an alert? Anyways, Melissa donates five bucks. Says thanks for your videos. Melissa, I appreciate that. You guys, the best way to support is via the Streamlabs link or the Super Chats link. Uh, super Chat. Chaz, Chad's, Chats. The Super Chats. The Super Chats link for Streamlabs is down below. And here we go. I got my I got so many windows pulled up. We have so many things to talk about today. We got too much to talk about today. Today in the new normal. Today in the new normal. Here we go. We have we have breaking news. Breaking news coming from the Pacific Islands. The good grown ups at the UN, the good grown up, excuse me, the good grown up philanthropists, and the friends of Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein at the UN, they've got some super important news for us. And they've been activisting so hard. They have been activisting so hard and so well. And where is that? I need to get. I gotta change my hold on, bear with me. Take that out. Put that in. Okay, the good grown-up activists at the UN, of course, always partnering with the most powerful activists that they can, right? This great activist group, the UN. And the land that the UN sits on was donated by uh by Rockefeller, by the Rockefeller family. The, the very land that the U.N. sits on donated by the good philanthropists at the Rockefeller family, and they're always using these children to help to inform us on what it is we're supposed to be doing to save the world from all the threats that are so imminent, so real, and so dangerous. And I was inspired by this song. I think you guys will be inspired as well. Um, so let's let's take a listen, a listen to these uh, this totally grassroots movement of young artists and... Um, just empowered women, children. We're gonna listen to their beautiful song, but first of all, let's, uh, let's see. We'll check in here, we'll check out the intro to the Pacific Unite concert. Pacific Unite, Saving Lives Together. Sorry, it gives like a, weird, it's a weird echo inside there. I can't wear that the whole stream, I'm sorry. I think I'm safe now. Pacific Unite saving lives together. Concert to unite Pacific Region in the fight against COVID-19. Alright, we're gonna come here to the beginning because uh one of our favorite philanthropists gives an opening statement, and I just found it so genuine, so empowering, so brave that Prince Charles here took a minute out from his busy schedule sterilizing um, the third world. Uh, took a moment off from his busy schedule to give us a message, so let's hear it. Your
8: Excellencies, ladies and gentlemen. I was most touched to be asked to speak to you as you gather for this very special concert. And I did just want to pay tribute to the United Nations for bringing us all together in this way. I've been particularly fortunate to have made many visits to the Pacific over the years. My first being to Fiji 50 years ago this year to represent Her Majesty the Queen at the independence celebrations. In 1974, I spent several months on the Pacific deployment when I was serving in the Royal Navy and have very special memories of all the Commonwealth Island states we visited.
6: I have very special memories of all of our little vassal states which we can use for their labor and for their resources. And I feel particularly, I feel particularly horny about this opportunity to further starve children of resources and food and further destroy the lives of all you beautiful people in these islands.
8: I need hardly say that uh, my family and I have always held the greatest affection for your region.
6: Uh, (laughs) Family... His family, they've always held the greatest affection for his region, um, for their region, the Pacific Islands. He just has nothing but respect, nothing but love for all of you non-essential people. Prince Charles, everybody. Uh, close friends with Jimmy Savile. Close friends with Jimmy Savile, another philanthropist who really likes children. Um, really, really uh, Jimmy Savile. Close friends with the royal family. Close friends with Prince Charles here. How, how nice of him. How nice of Jimmy Savile and Jeffrey Epstein's friends to take some time out of their day to help with their philanthropy. Right, so I, think, I don't know how long he talks for. He talks for like five minutes. We're not going to listen to the whole thing. Let's, let's jump forward here. Let's hear some of the, some of the special, special parts. Uh,
8: appallingly devastating effects of severe weather events Such
6: Severe weather events, all severe weather events, remember, they're all because of climate change and the climate is changing and these severe weather events are of course because you all have too many children, you lot are having too many children you all continue to breathe and breed and if we could just stop you from breathing and breeding everything would be okay
8: Cyclone Harold these challenges that you and so many other people around the world now face have at last begun to push not only climate adaptation, but also the increasingly urgent need to tackle the root causes of global warming and climate change towards the top of the international agenda. And this will be at the forefront of issues for the 26th United Nations Climate Change Conference, COP26, in November 2021, Remember,
6: this is, this is Pacific Region Unite in the fight against COVID-19. Wait a minute. I thought we were fighting a virus. What does this have to do with climate change? Wait a minute. Well, guess what? Guess what? All these regulations, all these things you see being rolled out in response to this situation, these are the same things they were trying to get rolled out in response to the totally real and not made up hashtag climate crisis. which is austerity, which is shutting down small family business, which is erecting a global system, a global McMono culture, a global cult dedicated to saving the planet by making ourselves destitute, poor, and starve. Starve Starving ourselves. This is how you save the world. It's stopping eating meat, stopping eating the foods that you need. The foods that you can nourish yourself on your own land, those are bad. You can't fish in the ocean anymore. You can't have livestock. You can't have chickens. You can't have pigs. You can't have cows. Those are all diseased. You're going to get diseases from those. And they're they're destroying the planet. Their toxic gases are flowing up into the atmosphere and clogging up Mommy Earth's sad, sick little lungs that keep coughing and coughing because she's so sad.
5: <coughs> Be clean.
8: Osgo, where I look forward to joining world leaders as they strive to increase both the level of ambition and the acceleration of solutions at scale
6: so what he's saying here is they want to accelerate this agenda they want to accelerate what they're calling the great reset this great overhaul of every aspect of our lives everything we do everything we consume tracked, traced, monitored and guess what? Guess what? Dispensed to you, dispensed to us, kibble rations, carbon rations, social credits. This is what it's about. It's about fourth industrial revolution, surveillance tech inside of everybody's home, surveillance tech inside of everybody's bodies as well. All right, bigots, you understand that? That's what's going on. We we could sometimes have to translate for good Prince Charles here. It could be helpful to translate. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. Uh Oh, if you want to be the big man, we got a nice super chat. There we go. We're getting some support. Remember, you guys, if you guys like these streams, you guys like the content we're putting out, you better support. You ain't getting these streams. We don't get support. I'm serious. These these streams are being held hostage. This is a hostage situation. The stream is held hostage, and you guys got to send them super chats. And the uh, the best way to send the super chats is through the Streamlabs link, guys. Thank you, DeWald Swanepool. I butchered your name. Sorry, dude. DeWald sending ten euros. Says we love your streams, Tristan. Hoping this small donation will nullify my bigotry. DeWald, you you've proven yourself not a bigot. Um, I don't see a face mask emoji in your comment, but. You have proven that you're less of a bigot than everybody else here. Remember, the only way to really prove you're not a bigot, the only way to offset your terrible, disgusting carbon footprint, is to send those super chats. You will receive tenfold in carbon credits for those super chats. So thank you very much. Those are all going to go to uh, directly to Prince Charles here and his lovely philanthropist family.
8: All around the world, as we learn to live with and recover from the pandemic,
9: all around the world,
6: people make time, romping and a because I'm in my prime, says Prince Charles.
8: We have the opportunity to reset and build back better to a more sustainable, resilient and inclusive future. For the generations that will
6: follow. Ooh, resilient, inclusive. Guess what he means by inclusive? You all got to take part. Everybody must be included. That's what they mean by inclusive. What they mean by equitable is mandatory for everybody. They want equitable digital currencies, equitable tracking and tracing of everybody, equitable dishing out of mandatory happy, healthy medicine injections. Sustainable, resilient, inclusive meaning nobody's excluded, you're all going to get tracked like cattle. This is what these people want. If we continue to submit, if people continue to buy into this shit, if people continue to buy into the nonsense that they're told on their television, if they continue to buy into the nonsense that these social media uh, starlets and stars are popping out, they continue to believe the bullshit celebrities from the Hollywood pedocracy, if people continue to believe that, that's where it's going. Inclusive, resilient, <laughs> this is a rebranding of Brave New World. This is technocracy. This is what do they call they call fully automated luxury communism? We talked about the last one. You had Forbes, The Atlantic, New York Times, all it's all, all talking about fully automated luxury communism. It's gonna be great. Sustainable, resilient, inclusive, tolerant, progressive. All these words that sound nice. They're buzzwords. They're empty. They're hollow propaganda slogans. The dude's reading off the teleprompter. Doesn't get a shit about you. Does not care about any of us. This dude is best friends, best buddies with Jimmy Savile. I'm sorry, the late Jimmy Savile, who was knighted. I'm sorry, Sir Jimmy Savile. And the things that he's guilty of, you can't, I, you, don't even, you can't even say them. It's shameful to speak the things that these people do. Behind closed doors.
8: It is absolutely vital that we rapidly scale up our efforts to restore and protect humanity's lost balance with nature if we are to build the necessary foundation for sustainable and inclusive growth for Germany. We
6: have to reconnect with nature. Nature. Guess what he means by that. It means you get out of nature and we keep human beings away from nature because they think that you're an abomination in nature. They see us as cattle, worse than cattle. They see us as a cancer on the planet. And these people have openly programmed generations to repeat and believe the same thing. There we go, got some, look. You see what that is right there? That's real food. That's real food, that's real cheese. That's real cheese. That's food that comes from the mountain we live on. Indigestible herbs and shrubs from this mountain, from the valley we live in right here. Our cows turn this into bioavailable protein, fat, and carbohydrate. We turn that into cheese. Look at that. They wanna make this shit illegal. They're telling you that it's more sustainable for you to have GMO soy that's grown by debt slaves in Chile or Argentina or Brazil. And then you take that Brazilian or Chilean Chilean soybean and send that over to China. Then in China, they're going to take that and put it through a super magic science machine. Ooh, science! They're going to put it through the science machine. And the science machine is going to turn that into a plant-based cheese that tastes like plastic. And they're going to ship that from China back over to the United States, wrapped up in plastic, and send that to your door. Oh, you can get it delivered right to your door from the super awesome science machines from Amazon. And that's gonna be delivered to your door by drone, and you can pay with that for your so- with your social credits that you gain by snitching on your neighbors and your families and denouncing everything it is to be human so you can get your social credits, so you can buy your fake cheese, your fake plastic cheese, because that's sustainable. This is the business model that the World Economic Forum, the World Wildlife Fund, the Royal Family, the UN, this is what they're pushing. This industrial agriculture model scaled up. Oh, it's the progress of science. We have to get back to nature. Who writes the script for these people?
8: The generations to come. While seeking to
6: raise the global ambition for net
8: zero from...
6: Net zero. Guess what? When you exhale, when you breathe, the breath of life that comes out of your body, that breath of life that you're blessed with by the Creator, that you're given by God, that breath of life is being determined to be a biological weapon. That is being called a contaminant. Every time you exhale, you're contaminating the planet and they want you at net zero, net zero. That's just like net carbs, right? You got net carbs. Oh look, we put a bunch of fiber powder in this product, therefore the net carbs are lower. They're doing the same game with this net zero carbon emissions. First of all, they programmed you to think that carbon is bad. That's what plants breathe. That's what your child exhales. The breath of life that comes out of you. They've labeled that an environmental toxin. They've labeled your babies environmental toxins. They're labeling your livestock environmental toxins. These people are genocidal freaking maniacs. These are, these are nuts. These are nuts. These people openly talk about wanting to depopulate most of the human beings on the planet. We've documented this for years on the channel here. And when he says net zero, he means your exhales, (laughs) your children's exhalations. You want zero carbon. How are you going to get zero carbon? How are you going to get zero carbon if that's what we exhale? 2050 to
8: 2035, my Sustainable Markets Initiative and the Great Reset are looking urgently to put people and planet at the heart of global value creation. I have the greatest possible confidence in the spirit and strength of the people of the Pacific to rise to the challenges you face and to seize the real opportunities that a more sustainable future can offer.
6: So I thought this was about this terrible disease. We're all supposed to be wearing masks, solidarity. No, no, no. They start this out by five-minute talk about climate change and sustainability and we have to change the way we live because Prince Charles is going to save the planet from you dirty, grubby human babies. We're Starting to see a pattern here.
10: Starting to see a pattern.
6: All right, we got some super chats. Ah, Tunnel, what's up, Tunnel, Tunnel Rimen sends a five dollar. That's a uh, via the Streamlabs. Via the Streamlabs, that's the best way to send it. Tunnel donates five bucks. Says thanks for the streams, Tristan. Nice mask. Thank you, Tunnel. Appreciate that. We got uh, we got SRB donated ten bucks via the Streamlabs. I really appreciate that. Didn't even say anything. Fab Nochiavelli. Donated $6.64. And this is a one of the greatest men of all times that he's quoting here. And I don't want to butcher it, so I'll do it in his actual voice, his literal, actual, real voice. You got a, a, a hench herbivore quote. Let me see if I get this right. Because I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. I'm hench herbivore. Thank you, Fab Nochevelli. Appreciate that sending those super chats, the essential super chats to this non-essential channel. We all know that YouTube is deemed this channel non-essential. YouTube even so so kindly removes your subscription to this channel regularly, so make your make sure you're subscribed, make sure the thumbs up, make sure you guys hit the bell, and make sure to support the streams. You guys want more content like this, please support. We need your support. We get no support from the YouTube. All right, back to this uh, lovely Good grown-up philanthropist, close friend of uh, child enthusiast Jeffrey Epstein and child enthusiast um, J- Jimmy Savile. We now are going to fast forward to the end. There's so many beautiful scenes here. Um, well, first, let's get intro- introduced to our. Remember, this is about this is about saving lives, right? This is about. Saving your mother saving your grandmother saving the babies saving the people all the people saving the planet Right. This is about solidarity. We need to come together as one. We need to defeat the invisible enemy Right Um, Well, let's see how they're proposing we do this. Let's see how they're doing it over there in the Pacific Islands
12: Hi, it's Dr. Teller here. (laughs) High principle people and child, well, want specific creatures to you all. You're probably wondering why lost my voice but i've been screaming with such excitement because i'm a part of this amazing digital concept it's called pacific unite that's right i'm excited because we're going to be connected with some of our most famous and most entertaining pacific people like javaka justin wellington justin timberlake or maybe not justin timberlake but a whole lot more and we will also hear some amazing messages from some of our key Pacific leaders, from the United Nations. This is how
6: much respect, this is how much respect the United Nations and Prince Charles have for the people of the Pacific Islands. This is the host of this amazing concert. Amazing concert, the United Nations put this on. This is their YouTube channel. August 15th is premiered. Concert to unite the Pacific region. We've got this lovely, beautiful woman, this woman, woman, that is a woman, okay? I see some of you in the chat, probably not even wearing masks, who probably don't think that this is a beautiful woman, a woman with a womb, right? This is what a woman looks like. If you don't think that's what a woman looks like, what the hell's wrong with you? What's your problem? Are you afraid? What are you, what are you, some sort of bigot? Do you know what year it is? It's 2020, and this is what women look like in the Pacific Island. This is what the traditional woman looks like and the UN is there to help these women to be empowered, to be empowered. Okay, so uh, this is how much the UN has, this is how much they respect you over in the Pacific Islands. We're gonna jump forward to the last song. We have so much. Auntie Tala, thank you so, oh, it's so nice to see Auntie Tala again. Here we go.
12: We're coming near the end of our Pacific Unite concert, But I just want to remind you, just with all of us, very important, we stay connected with each other. Look out for our families, our village, our communities, and help those who are most vulnerable. So make sure we all stay connected. In order for us to move forward, we have to do it together. So it's up to me and it's up to you to all work together as we do in Pacifica. I love you all. God bless you all. And we hope to see you again. Pacifica Unite. Aloh Fati. Bye.
0: Okay, huh?
6: This is traditional Pacific Island music, guys. Don't worry. This is these are the traditional chants. The traditional chants of the Pacific Islanders. The United Nations, they're, they're just helping them to save their culture. To save their culture. Like what was this little girl's line? You know, then this is totally their voices too. I mean, this is this is just like a spontaneous expression of their solidarity, and a spontaneous expression of th- their rich culture right? with the United Nations, which is all about tolerance and and really just helping cultures to be tolerant of each other. Let's listen to the lyrics one more time. lives are lost children are suffering wearing our masks to stay alive <laughs> wearing a, because if you don't wear a mask you're gonna die but of course none of these children in this video are wearing masks no none of them are why aren't they wearing masks why isn't the little auto-tuned six-year-old human shield here wearing a mask Behind closed doors, this is, this is the anthem of a generation. This is this is what the people of the Pacific Islands want. They want a new world order. They want it. They want this, and they just need your solidarity. Says the UN. How how freaking? All right, let, let's let's keep going. You guys hear, hear the whole song. probably shot in like freaking Florida. Probably <laughs> shot this in Florida. Um, so we're going to rise. We're going to rise again with a new world order. It's going to be lovely. We'll all wear masks. We'll all be tracked and traced. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, the people want this with new beginnings changing our lifestyles cutting off our peepees and wearing masks a new world order afraid of everything we can't breathe on each other anymore we will rise we will rise we will
0: rise we will rise again Say, we will rise, we will rise, we will rise.
6: (laughs) What? What is this? This is not satire. This isn't satire. How is this not satire? Look at these plastic beads they're wearing too. How evil is this? How evil is this? (laughs) The future's in our hands, we must protect it. <laughs> the <in> <laughs> we must protect it. <laughs> what is this? Oh, hands, we must protect thee oh. Rise up, stand up and unite. Rise up, stand up and unite. Jeffrey Epstein's friends will help to protect you. Send your children to the schools. The new world order, without borders, closing you all into your homes.
0: We'll rise, rise, rise. We'll rise. I say we will rise, we will rise, we will rise, and we will rise. rise. Behind doors, this dumb past, we will survive
6: Don't worry, there's nothing to worry about, see? Look at the indigenous people. Look at the minorities. Look at the oppressed masses. They're ready. They're ready for solidarity with Prince Charles and the World Economic Forum and the UN. They're ready. We're going to fix it all.
0: I'm back
4: we'll
5: <laughs> <laughs> This one, this move
0: We'll rise again
6: Sick guitar solo you so much. We've got Vodafone Pacific, right? So that's the, uh, the monopoly over the telecommunications industry over there. Of course involved. Embassy of the People's Republic of China to the Republic of Fiji helped to bring this to you as well. How lovely. The Travel Foundation, the Pacific, Pacific Cooperation Foundation. That sounds like a Prince Charles Foundation, doesn't it? Embassy of the People's Republic of China to the Pacific of Fiji Pacific Community. I love that one. I like that one. Look, they can't even spell New Zealand right. The UN didn't even spell check their dang credits. It got New Zealand, High Commission, Fiji. So I don't know about you, but I'm impressed. I'm, I, I just feel, I feel really good about this. I feel really good about where the world's going. Um, I also feel really good about having to wear a mask while having sex. That's always a nice thing. Sexy sex masks. Canada's top doctor suggests wear a mask while having sex. Every few days, they're throwing out a new one of these wear a mask while you have sex things. The only way to safely have sex is through a hole in a bathroom door. Ottawa. This is from Reuters. Skip kissing and consider wearing a mask when having sex to protect yourself from catching the coronavirus. Canada's chief medical officer said on Wednesday, adding that going solo remains the lowest risk sexual option in a pandemic Coomers unite. Coomers are saving the planet. You're saving the world. Right, stay home. Schwank off. But if you can't, put on a mask and don't you dare kiss somebody that you're going to put your penis inside of. Right, you're going you're to put your penis inside of this person, but do not kiss them. Do not kiss them. So every few days, I mean, I know we we talked about the last week, there were a slew of articles about wearing a mask while getting freaky. The Washington Post. How our brains numb us to COVID-19's risks and what we can do about it. What we can do about it? What can we do about this? Our brains are numbing us to the risk. Let me guess. You can watch more TV. You can get your daily dosage of vitamin TV. So here's the Washington Post. Not enough people are scared. You're not scared enough, says the Washington Post. This is uh, a while ago, it was a couple weeks ago. But not not enough of you were scared enough. How our brains numb us to COVID 19's risk and what we can do about it. Because your thoughts are just your brain. Oh, your brain just must be broken. You don't believe that we should all lock ourselves inside forever? You don't believe that this is the proper response? Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness, you don't believe that? Your brain must be out of balance. We need to fix your neural, your neurological wiring. We gotta rewire you. We gotta rewire y'all broken ass brain. James1054, send a dollar 99 super chat. Thanks James, appreciate that man. Says I support you Tristan, all caps. So I'm feeling extra supported with the all caps. Only thing is you, you put a smiley emoji um, but there's no mask on the smiley. So I feel a little bit intimidated and a little bit offended so yeah, thank you for supporting me. But what's up with the uh, maskless emoji? Kind of, kind of weird, man. Get with the times, 2020.
0: We will rise. We will rise again. We will rise again.
6: All right. This is. I mean, there, there are many advances happening in this battle, right? This total onslaught. We're fighting, we're fighting a major battle, and we're winning guys because look, USA Mask Market has an LED Smart Mask. Whoa. So we've got the LED Smart Mask. We know what we're wearing when festivals come back. This voice-activated Smart Mask will simulate your mouth's movements and the, ma- the mask will also smile when you're not talking. But when you're talking, it'll move. Wow. Wow. Oh, so cool. I want that. I need that. If I had that, I would be happy. If I had that, I'd be fulfilled. I would stop chasing my tail and searching for that. Something that I just can't put my finger on. If I could just buy that consumer electronic device to put on my face,
0: yeah.
6: Maskmarket.com unveils LED smart mask. Here's the uh, the YouTube video. Let's see what they got to say. Oh, it's just same video. Mm. Look at that. Hello.
4: Can you
6: look for a The mask also smiles when you're silent. It smiles when you're silent. It doesn't smile when you're talking, but it smiles when you're silent. Because being silent is something to smile about. Put your mask on, draw your fake-ass smile over the top of the mask, and shut your mouth. That's what you got to do. That's what we're being told. We're being told put on the mask, shut the dang mouth, and smile. Well, the mask. The mask. Isn't that just so helpful? Isn't that so cool? Isn't that so cool? Mask market LED smart light light up mask responds to your voice. Whoa. And guess what? We got more than just robot masks that we can wear to let people know that we're standing in solidarity. We don't just have that. We've also got New ways to be surveilled. Right? Because we all know that the, the only way to fight crises are by increasing the production of surveillance military hardware and installing that military tech and hardware everywhere, including into our bodies. But we're not there quite yet. That's common. That's common. Uh, we've got the dailymail.com.uk paging Dr. Spot. Boston Dynamics robot dog is sniffing out coronavirus symptoms in patients from over six feet away at Massachusetts Hospital. Oh yay, MIT, you guys remember MIT's Media Labs, which received generous donations from one Bill Gates, philanthropist expert, Dr. Bill Gates. Dr. Bill Gates uh, was he gave a five million dollar donation to the MIT Media Labs after being directed by Jeffrey Epstein, to do so. We've got Boston Dynamics, who make military hardware, work closely with DARPA. Look at this. They've got the military hardware dog-like robot, which they were talking about having policing the streets and engaged in warfare, fighting guerrilla war. These warfare tools can now use super-advanced science cameras, super-advanced science sensors, To get the science settled on if you're infected or not.
0: We will rise. We will rise again.
6: We will rise again. So don't worry, guys. We will rise and Boston Dynamics will send killer robots to help diagnose you. So getting used to these robots, which could very easily mount a uh, a little... uh, (laughs) A little gun on there, couldn't you? Couldn't you? These things are designed for warfare. These are warfare tools, remember. But no, they're just going to point cameras at you for now. Okay, they'll be able to tell your blood oxygen saturation, they claim. An infrared camera that measures temperature and breathing rate and three others that filter different wavelengths of light to gauge pulse and blood oxygen saturation. So while you're wearing your blood oxygen decreasing masks, these things can walk around and they could tell you if you're healthy or not. They'll tell you if you're healthy or not. Robocop is here. New police helmet scans for signs of COVID and uses facial recognition. Oh, this is just to stop a virus. Robocop. Let's have Robocops. The Robocops will protect you.
0: We will rise. We will rise again. We will rise again.
6: RoboCop to protect you, of course. Now, we've got good news. I know a lot of you are looking for, you're trying to figure out like what is the most, what's the best mask to wear? And a lot of you are asking like, what's the the hottest celebrity mask? Well, everybody's favorite celebrity, Marina Abramovich Disciple, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, at the MTV Video Music Awards, wore some lovely masks. Look at this beautiful mask. Look at this lovely transhumanist mask yeah. and this great outfit, this empowering woman's outfit. I'm thinking about getting my eight-year-old daughter uh, the same outfit for Halloween. This is something that, you know, young girls should always be exposed to, right? Lady Gaga slapping her WAP on the ground and... uh Wearing this uh, like transhumanist robo mask, we we talked about this on the last stream. But this ties in. This ties in all this like bondage imagery, all this bondage imagery that they're sending to you, telling you, no, if you don't want to wear a mask, you're toxic masculinity. You are a psychopath. How dare dare you?
3: My childhood.
6: You're a sociopath if you won't wear the mask. You're evil if you won't wear the mask. Oh, look at this one. Look at this lovely. Devil horn goat horn studded goat horn red leather satanic mask and this great look at that look at that hand sign she's does that look familiar what is that hand sign she's a huge Texas Longhorns fan of course huge Texas Longhorns fan So look at the, the mask she's showing you how to be a good global citizen Oh look at this bubble mask
0: bubble mask
6: Okay, so remember masks. Masks have been used as initiation in initiation rituals from time immemorial. When you look at the initiation rites of uh, groups of dorks like Freemasons, the hoodwink, to be initiated into Freemasonry, they come, they get on their knees with a mask over over their eyes. They can't see, they're bound, they're chained.
0: We will rise, we will rise again, we will rise again, we will rise.
6: (laughs) What a terrible song. What a horrible song. All right, we're back. Sorry, guys. I know there's a little buffering. All you got to do is refresh. Come back, come back. Like it, share it, support the stream. Here we go. Got a super chat over here. Thank you so much for those super chats. Tunnel. Sends five bucks, says getting our fresh daily dose of vitamin stream, COVID has no chance against us now. Thank you, Tunnel. Will donated five bucks, says did you hear? Miley Cyrus was never really vegan, what a bigot. (laughs) Yeah, We'll get to that. William Kareen donated two bucks through Super Chat, says great scope on this channel, tied together well. Appreciate that. We try to go broad, we try to have fun. We try to do a little bit of all of that. All right, so Lady Gaga, we're in a freaking bubble head. We're in a bubble on her head. Lady Gaga, I mean, these pop stars, they get used not just to influence the masses on a conscious level, but unconsciously as well. All these outfits we're constantly seeing these people wearing, their mannerisms, and even deeper things, right, that are going on below a lot of people's conscious level. Like you look in people's eyes and you get information. When you look into somebody's eyes, there's a lot of information transferred. So when these chicks have their eyes all painted up these emotionless dead eyes my from these daddy. oops the big, man, the big daddy the big man the big daddy right these abused children who grow up to become glorified whores like Lady Gaga. This is what these images are being repeated to the youth. These are their idols. They're told that this is who you look up to. You look up to these slut skank whores who will sell their holes and sell their soul a little bit of fame and money and attention these get thrown in front of these these children as if they're uh, you know these people to look up to this is an artist this is an empowered woman look at this empowered woman spreading her legs on stage and calling herself a whore and singing sexually explicit lyrics about being abused wow look at this empowered woman dressed up like a satanic sex slave how lovely. Right? You get this, these images, they get pushed constantly. But what's up with the mask, right? Before I got cut off earlier, I was talking about the importance of masks, the importance of blindfolds in initiation rituals. You look at these mystery schools, these occult orders, these esoteric groups, these dork losers like Freemasons. When you look at their initiation rituals, there's always a mask involved, right? You look at the film Eyes Wide Shut. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on in that film. You guys, make sure to check out Jay's channel. Shout out to Jay Dyer. Check out Jay's channel. I know he's done, um, he's got a chapter in his book about Eyes Wide Shut. All right. One of my favorite Kubrick films, Eyes Wide Shut. That mask ritual. With the mask, the loss of one's identity. The changing of one's identity. The transformation of man into something different. Into something new this is a process, this alchemical process, as these people call it, or as these people see it. it takes a while. They're looking at generational efforts to change how people behave. What they think is normal. What they think is good. What they think is righteous. And so all these different masks that uh, these celebrities are wearing. It's all, oh, this is cool. Look at this. It's just art. It's just art we got L.com with these articles about, about Lady Gaga. But then L.com also put this lovely article out the other day called, I Hired a Gimp to Clean My Apartment. Now, you're being told, wear a mask, stay home. You're a non-essential. All you non-essentials, you better stay home, wear your mask, or you're an idiot. Or you're a science denier. You're possibly dangerous. Maybe you should be locked up. You're given these messages by Elle. And then you're told, oh, look at these sexy masks. Look at Lady Gaga wearing her beautiful dehumanizing satanic outfits. Oh, look at her. Look at her sexy satanic mask and her cool Texas longhorns hand signals and her nice demon fingernails. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Elle's also over here writing about weird fantasies. We've got an anonymous article, an anonymous article, which you guys might be able to theorize on who wrote this later, an anonymous article, I hired a gimp to clean my apartment. The aura of uncertainty made me more open to wild conduct. The aura of uncertainty, right? You're given this humiliating, humiliating, dehumanizing guideline. You gotta oh, wear how masks. I dare you. How to dare you? We got some super chats. I'm gonna come over here and read some super chats real quick. Dickie Goodman sent 499. Didn't even say anything. Thank you, Dickie Goodman. Appreciate that. Uh, will you, right, We read that one. Thank you, William Kareen. Thank you, Dickie Goodman. Hot for Health said five bucks. There you go. What's up, Hot for Health? Thanks for supporting the channel. I appreciate that. She says, we will rise, we will rise above nature while giving human rights to animals in nature. We will not be bigots. We will cover our faces, hair, everything except WAP. <laughs> you have to cover it all. You have to cover everything except your WAP. What a disgusting, disgusting pop culture, these people are pushing on us. So here we go. This, um, All this mask imagery. Here's some of the uh, the fantasy, the fantasy uh, pulp magazine content that L is throwing out there with this. The aura of uncertainty made me more open to wild conduct, right? The aura of uncertainty. You guys notice an aura of uncertainty lately? As you're being told conflicting things by media all the time. As you're being told... Things that you know are not true, that you don't see with your eyes. That aura of uncertainty. They want you to feel uncertain. They want you to feel learned helplessness. You don't necessarily wake up one day with the thought, I'm going to bring a bondage slave into my apartment. Becoming a Dom isn't something I've ever fantasized about. BDSM, even if in its more vanilla interpretations, hadn't featured in any of my sexual relationships. But I was at an uncomfortable crossroads in another part of my life. Oh, if you're just uncomfortable, you might as well, right? And and, and this whole thing about relationships, right? Oh, it's just a sexual relationship. Nothing more. It's not like a real relationship. Sexual relationships. You're supposed to have many of them as a woman. As a woman, you're supposed to have many sexual partners. You you get told if you're just promiscuous and you just get banged out all the time, then you're going to be empowered. That's empowerment. That's feminism, it's empowering to be a whore. It's empowering to be hypersexualized. It's empowering to be hypersexualized to the point of being basically dehumanized. This is good. This is uh, what are you uh, tolerant or progressive or whatever keywords you want to throw in there? Sustainable, it's sustainable, it's so sustainable. That was uncomfortable. A crossroads in another part of my life. Living abroad, my boyfriend, who I'd met there, shared a house with for a year and a half and loved intensely, had suddenly moved back to rural America, and I was trying to make a tough decision: whether to follow him and risk ending my career, or dive back into the London fray, chase jobs, and surrender that relationship. Hey, who wants to guess what choice L Magazine would have you make? And right, so, this totally real person writing this article says, "I was." At an uncomfortable crossroads in my life. I was at an uncomfortable crossroads. I wasn't looking for punishment, nor to vent my frustration through sadism, at least not consciously. But it's probably true that the aura of uncertainty hanging in the air made me more open to risk-taking and wild conduct. You see this, the aura of uncertainty in the air made me more likely to take risks and act wildly. Do we see anybody doing that? You guys see anybody doing that? Anybody who's been, you know, locked in their homes, told that they're non-essential, given conflicting, unscientific guidelines all the time, shifting, changing rules that don't make any sense, that aren't really based on helping people? Well, that uncertainty, that uncertainty, those mixed messages, that schizophrenic message that gets pumped out, that can get used... That can be used to increase people's risk-taking behavior. People are more willing to do stupid shit that they weren't going to do before because of all the surrounding stimulus. The confusion, the nihilism, the conflicting information. All this learned helplessness, this feeling of like complete isolation. You're not in control of anything. People are making stupid decisions, right? Suicides are increasing. People are relapsing on drugs and alcohol. But they're telling us, no, 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 this is good. Stay home, save lives. Check it out, it's sexy to be a sex slave, a bondage oh, sex slave in somebody's things, home and get treated like a dog. dehumanized dog. Right? This is cool. This is empowering to be treated like a beast, like an animal, and be told to wear a mask. <laughs> right? So this, this article right here, the way I see this, this is way more than just some fun, sexy article from L.com. This is more than just the hey let's make women a little bit more degenerate and kick that ball down the road a little bit more to break up the family and destroy people's connection to themselves to their partners, to God. No 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 this is even further than that this this article is essentially this is a um, this is allegory. this is allegory for what we see in the world right now. Josco Kraken sends Canadian two bucks as the masks are a step before mandatory nicabs <laughs> niicabs well yep. It's a placeholder. Okay, I wasn't looking for punishment. But it's probably true that the aura of uncertainty hanging in the air may be more open to risk-taking and wild conduct. Moments of escapism that allowed me to distract myself or snatch at control. I moved in with a lady DJ with a reputation for deliciously uncivilized behavior. Deliciously uncivilized behavior. So I moved in with a degenerate, promiscuous drug user. (laughs) Ooh. I adapted myself to her topsy-turvy body clock, despite my nine to five, so that I could hang out at her parties and never have any alone time. Because this is how you should be acting, right? You should be hanging out with the most degenerate skanks you can find, (laughs) hanging up all night, hanging out all night, doing coke, drinking, stay up all night, sleep all day. This is gonna make you feel better. So you don't have to be alone. It's so bad to be alone. Go hang out with whores. And when she received a DM for the most, with the most indecent of proposal from a self-titled gimp in search of a couple goddesses to torment him on the regular, I didn't dismiss it out of hand. Giggling and swigging from a bottle of Patron, we negotiated terms and rates. He was to pay us handsomely for our privilege of abuse. So this dude's gonna pay them to abuse him. So technically... We were to be in his employment and, pending a trial run, he would come to our house three days a week and do anything we told him to. I felt thrillingly unnerved. This isn't something I would have ever considered on my own, but fueled by curiosity and camaraderie and tequila. I was game to venture down the rabbit hole. At least it would make a good story. I'm not sure it actually sank in until he turned up an investment banker and family man by day. He was looking for a precious few hours a week to subvert his routine and live out a totally different fantasy. So he's a family man. There you go again. The breaking up of the family. Here's a, here's a family man. Oh, he's a banker. And this totally real story that's not made up to just degenerate you with these sick, twisted, sexual fantasy allegories for all you dumb coomers who spend your days shwanking off, who spend your days wasting your seeds, wasting your life away like they tell you to. This is what they want us to do. They want you obsessed with sex and not using sex for procreation, using it for your sick fantasies. They want us to, they want to distort sexuality to such an extent that violence is sexy, sex is violent. But it's okay. But it's okay because at least you're not making CO2 off-gassing babies. That's what they tell us. Now right, guys, hit the thumbs up, hit that like. We got some funny stuff coming up too, but I I, just, I had to read this article. I had, to, I had to talk about this allegory we see here. This allegory for the culture right now. For the culture right now. So an investment banker and family man by day, he was looking for a precious few hours a week to subvert his routine and live out a totally different fantasy. Right, Just living in fantasy world. This is so cool to just live in a fantasy, they say. He arrived at our door in chinos and a striped shirt, excused himself to the bathroom to get changed, and re-emerged in just a small pair of black pants and a leather mask. I gawped at his dad bod, while my more termagant me, commanded him to his knees, smacked him around the face, and demanded he kiss her feet. Okay, so here we go. The, the masked crusader, saving the planet, emerges from the bathroom wearing a leather mask and immediately is abused smacked around, made to kiss their feet. And so it began. The DJ took it to it like a duck to water, which I guess should have been, I shouldn't have been surprised by. Previously having worked in a feminist sex shop, she had a Mary Poppins bag that endlessly yielded toys, leathers, and latex, which we delighted in trying on. She brandished a real cat 9 tails where I preferred the poking properties of the plastic, retractable lightsaber, aware that I was the stooge to her vixen. It was weirdly liberating for a thing that involved manacles and duress. So it's so liberating to chain a man up who's wearing a mask and have him pay you to abuse him, humiliate him, and beat the crap out of him. There was no sexual gratification on our part, but we gave him lots to bank for his. Plus, there was plenty in it for the two of us. We got to boss him about. We spoke to him like he was a dog. He did the dishes and the laundry. I once poured an entire McDonald's milkshake on the floor, made him lick it up. Eventually, we, fry, we fired our cleaner as there was so little left for her to do. So, this is th- this fantasy that they're telling you, this disgusting, twisted fantasy they're telling you. This is, this is cool, right? The, your little bondage slave walks out. You speak to him like he's a dog, make him do the laundry right? Inverting gender roles, having the man, making him do the laundry, making him do the dishes, making him lick up McDonald's milkshakes off the floor. But he loves it and he pays them for it, right? And so you're supposed to think that, oh, this is cool. This, guy's, this guy wants to do this. He's paying them to do this. This is empowering. This is empowering. And of course, you know, the disconnecting of the sexual act from procreation is huge. Sex becoming not something that's about love. That's about building families, no, no, no. Sex is something that you pay for. You pay people to do weird, abusive things to you, and that's how you're supposed to get off. And they're telling you, oh, this is normal. This is, like, this is just what women do and men do. It started with gentle berating. Bitch boy was an appellation of choice for a while, and one that I was comfortable enough to use, seeing it more through the lens of comedy than degradation. The DJ began taking things from worthless worm through the more mortifying humiliations. Gentle slaps turned into high heels, all but piercing his cheek, and she had him supine on the floor. I winced, wondering what might have gone on in his life to make him crave this kind of treatment. Aware that this isn't necessarily how BDSM works, but unable to push the thought from my head. What happened in his life to make him crave this kind of treatment? Wow, I wonder, I wonder what could happen in somebody's life to make them think that it's cool and normal to put on a mask and be abused. Physically, verbally, emotionally, spiritually, and sexually. I wonder
5: what it is. I wonder.
6: We got all these pictures of Lady Gaga wearing all her bondage masks. We got pictures of all these celebs, all the celebs. What are they always doing in these dance routines? What are all these pop stars always doing? What's the hot song right now? That whap. And it's all about dehumanization. And if you detach the sexual act from procreation, you can control breeding. And there are people that would love to do that. To completely control all human breeding, all human interactions. That's what we're moving towards, the tracking, the tracing of everything. What would make somebody crave this type of treatment? Uh, Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe if you locked everyone in their homes, told them that they're non-essential scum, and if that, they even question this, if they even question the veracity, the uh, the importance of being locked in their homes and told that they're non-essential, useless eaters, and then abused emotionally via media that's giving them conflicting messages, confusing messages, I wonder how that would affect somebody. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's um, how prescient this article is! We eventually began scoping out the particular uh, the particular leanings of his appetite, and discovered a few of his limits. Remarkably, he was happiest doing the housework, subservient, being his bent. So the man, he just wants to put on a mask and be the subservient slave and lick shit off the ground. This is this is sexual for him. He enjoyed the name calling and the gentler smacks and hair pulling, but he didn't harbor the taste for the most violent of my household mates' physical assaults. She once pulled out a paintball gun, who knows where from, and he broke character to tell her definitely no. A trial turned into, turned into weeks and weeks into months, and as it did, the dynamic continued to shift. Keeping the gimp a secret didn't bother me. In fact, that was part of the thrill. But I could feel myself pulling back from the activities themselves. I was tiring to continue role-playing without particular pleasure, and I began to resent the strange character in my house, acting like he needed me desperately. So she started to resent him. So this, this masked man who just submitted and said, oh, wear my mask, abuse me, call me names, abuse me physically, emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually. And, and, and that'll be sexual, that's like, that's sexual. That's how we're supposed to use our bodies, our mind, our spirit. What do you know, she got bored with her little slave Oh, these, this little uh, this little man that she treated like a dog. Now he can just be thrown out. Now he can just be thrown out. It was tiring to continue role-playing. Without particular pleasure, I began to resent the strange character in my house, acting like he needed me desperately. He became another burdensome choice. He to bite the bullet and move back to London. Bid farewell to the boyfriend, burning the candle at both ends and bondage slaves. Hmm. So she's all done with her boyfriend. She learned so much from this. She learned so much from this love. This is just love. Love is love. Is someone in the chat. Love is just love. So love is just is just uh, getting the shit kicked out of you and being embarrassed, humiliated, and treated and treated like a straight up like a straight up slave. But this is good. Wear your masks. Masks at her casket. People who don't wear masks are more likely to be sociopaths. Here's from four days ago. Another of the same article, right? They keep rerunning the same ones all over the place. Metro.com slash UK. You're more likely to be a sociopath. So if you don't wear your mask, you're a sociopath. Put on your mask. Be the gimp. And let yourself be called names. Be treated like a dog, like an animal. Tracked traced, and branded. So this is, I see this article, I mean, it's not really, it's not fun to read, this filth. It's disgusting in every way. It's shameful to even read these things. But this is a very, very prescient allegory for what we see going on in the bigger picture world right now. Is that man in the mask you? Is that you? I sure hope not. But if you don't join the hive, there you go, if you're not a part of the hive, you're a sociopath. There's something wrong with you if you don't trust Bill Gates, close friend of Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Gates who says he wants to depopulate the planet. If you don't trust him, there's something wrong with you. You're some sort of an idiot, retarded non-entity if you don't just believe what's on TV. All right. We had like 200 and something earlier and we only have like 150 now. What's going on? What's going on? Guys, hit the like Hit the thumbs up, share this one. You know YouTube doesn't share these, we get no share love from YouTube. And guys, make sure to support the stream. The Streamlabs link is in the description of the video. I'll throw this up in the chat right now. So yeah, and then uh, LBC Orica mentioned something that's really important. Where's the comments on these articles? Why aren't there comments? You ever wonder why all these mainstream outlets, they don't have comments on their articles anymore? Because they don't want you commenting. They want you consuming. They want you to shut your mouth. They want you to shut your mouth, wear your mask, and let yourself be dehumanized. The Atlantic. Mask up and shut up. This is from through two days ago, three days ago. COVID-19 transmission would go down if we spoke less or less loudly in public spaces. Why aren't more people saying so? Look at this, look at this is a psychopathic title right here. Transmission would go down if we spoke less or less loudly in public spaces. Why aren't more people saying so? Oh, so we should speak about speaking less. So then we could be reprimanded for speaking. We got this cover image. This is the Atlantic, right? the atlantic anybody want to look into who owns the atlantic interesting interesting history there we got covid-19 researchers have rightly have rightly extolled the virtues of masks hailed the necessity of ventilation and praised the salutary nature of outdoor activities but another behavioral tactic hasn't received enough attention in part because it makes itself known by its absence That tactic is silence. So put your gimp mask on, lick the freaking kibble up off of the ground and shut your mouth, they're telling you. They're telling you this is, don't talk, don't speak. Yes, it is finally time to talk in this pandemic about the importance of not talking in this pandemic, says the Atlantic. More of the conflicting, schizo, completely nonsensical message, conflicting message. It's finally time to talk in this pandemic about the importance of not talking talking in this pandemic. It's almost like they want you to be confused, abused, weak, ineffectual, and pathetic. How funny. Every route of viral transmission would go down if we talked less or talked less loudly in public spaces. Jose Jimenez, a professor at the University of Colorado at Boulder who studies disease transmission, told me. This is just a very clear fact. It's not controversial. It's not controversial, guys. It's a very clear fact. And the researchers have rightly extolled the virtues of masks. The virtues. They're so virtuous. Silence is golden as an antiviral strategy because of how this disease spreads. The coronavirus seems to move primarily through viral particles that erupt from our faces when we sneeze, talk, or sing. Some of these particles are heavy enough to splash on a nearby surface or fall quickly on the ground. Those are called large droplets. They are large only in comparison with the smaller globs that spray from our mouths and linger in the air in the swirling particle cloud. These are called aerosols. Oh my goodness! You're poisoning the world with your breath and with your words. You can't speak now. Don't speak. Don't talk, everybody. But what if we tried to limit the production of these virus-laden particles before they left our bodies? That's where volume control comes in. Talking less, more quietly, or not at all, limits the manufacture of both large droplets and aerosols. When you breathe or whisper, your respiratory system doesn't emit large droplets. Jimenez told me that, compared with yelling, quiet talking reduces aerosols by a factor of five. Being completely silent reduces it by a factor of about 50. So just shut up, everybody. The truth is that if everybody stopped talking for about a month or so... (laughs) I'm sorry... The truth is, this is a quote from The Atlantic, the truth is that if everybody stops talking for a month or two, the pandemic would probably die off. So that's, we just need to stop talking. We just need to stop talking. Remember in the beginning it was testosterone is what happened because more men are getting it. If we just give men estrogen, they'll stop. Now, if everybody wears their mask forever, everybody stops talking for months, then they'll be okay. You're being dehumanized. I mean, it's, it's that simple. This is dehumanization. This is genocide. Stop talking. Stop breathing. Jimenez is not the only scientist banging the drums on Shut Up Island. Others agree that a little bit of speech policing could go a long way to reduce viral transmission Ooh, we need speech policing. Donald K. Milton, the professor at the University of Maryland School of Public Health who studied how surgical face masks can reduce viral spread, told me in an email that silence and quiet speaking are reasonable means of intervening to reduce COVID-19 transmission. So here they are telling you, right, not just telling your conscious mind this, kind of unconsciously telling you the unspoken, the unspoken here, that if we police people's speech If we shut more people up, it's going to be good and it's going to protect you. So less people talking equals more people protected. So just shut up and wear your mask. And take the abuse, they tell you. Okay, so The Atlantic. The Atlantic, what a great episode. I'm sorry, what a great article from The Atlantic. (laughs) Let me come over here to this chat, see what's going on with you guys. The Atlantic. What else is The Atlantic saying this week? The Atlantic, NATO's little mouthpiece here. (sighs) Parents have nowhere to put their kids. Hmm, because that's what we should do. We should just be trying to put our kids somewhere. And then it's funny, this whole thing about uh, homeschool. People are being forced into homeschooling now, but homeschooling's still being demonized. Isn't that crazy? I mean, how how many people are realizing as this is happening, as the way we live is being intentionally modified? Shoot, as as our very genes, as they're attempting to modify our own genetic code. How many people out here are suddenly thinking, homeschooling sounds like a really good idea now? I hope a lot of people watching this who are listening who never thought about what exactly this whole public education thing really is all about. I haven't really thought beyond you know, some, of the, uh, some of the basic observations that we have there. And I hope people are starting to think about the, um, what it is that goes on in these public schools, right? You're sending your kids to school, being I mean, dehumanized, put in masks. But even before this, was public school a good idea? Was it a good idea to put your children in a room full of a bunch of children whose parents are teaching them who knows what. God knows what kind of children are in that room with them. With one adult who doesn't love them, who could care less about their future, who probably hates their job. you think that's a good idea? I mean, I wish I was home. I had neighbors who were homeschooled, and I, actually, I genuinely I was a little bit envious. But I I enjoyed, I enjoyed going to school, but just for the social aspect of it. But then, that being said, there are certain aspects of the social dynamic in school that are just demonic, right? This is where children, this is where people learn to abuse each other. This is where they learn manipulation techniques, emotional manipulation techniques, where they learn violence, right? Most of the time that's spent in school is just wasted time anyways, handing out papers, Changing classrooms, you got recess and lunch before school. Half, I, I spent half my high school days just walking through the halls, right? <laughs> you get your hall pass, go cruise over to your friend's classroom, you call them out of class, right? Like it's, it's all, it's not about actually learning, it's not about actually giving you knowledge and skills, it's about socializing you, it's about standardizing you, standardized testing. It's about having standardized people with standardized reaction to standardized stimulus in their environment so that later down the line, certain buttons can get pushed, certain relief valves can be opened to give the right behavioral response from you. It's Pavlovian Entrainment Centers. These are child internment camps where they're being trained with Pavlovian Operant Conditioning Trauma Programming. Now, we're going we'll talk a little bit more about the the public education system and and stuff like that later uh, later on in a different stream. But I don't know I don't know why that comes to mind. But it's just the, the, this massive reformatting of our very way of life. What they're doing to the children in schools, what they're trying to do to people in their offices. This is insane. This is crazy. But but don't worry. Celebrities. Celebrities are here to help. Celebrities are here to help. So we got Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus went on, on Rogan, Joe Rogan, Miley Cyrus on JRE, singer, songwriter, actress, and record producer. So essential, essential person, Miley. Miley Cyrus came on Joe Rogan and guess what, guess what? Oh, the vegans are pissed. The vegans are pissed, (laughs) they're pissed off. All right, so we got a couple clips we'll watch uh, from Miley here. I think we got some super chats here. Let me check on these super chats. Guys, make sure to support the stream. Let's see, we got a couple super chats today so far, a few Streamlabs. I'm gonna put the Streamlabs link up in the chat right now. There you go. That's the way to support. Use that link. I don't have any mods. Sometimes the mods, sometimes OK throws up the link in the chat for me. I don't see any mods in there right now. OK and Jay both took off. Where are you guys at? Where are my mods at? That link right there. If you guys got anything you want me to read, if you guys got any questions, throw it up there. If you guys got any requests on videos that we could watch and laugh at, that we can have a good laugh with, use that. Streamlabs link, the Stream Labs donation link, and to get notified. There we go. Jessica told me to make sure to remind you guys, and I'm remembering now the second link down in the description of this video says get notified, sign up to be notified for upcoming streams and new videos. We are having issues, of course, like usual, with YouTube, unsubscribing long-term viewers, unsubscribing you and not notifying you. So what we want to do is make sure that people are getting notified. You get notified. If you're not getting notified and you want to be notified, sign up for that email list and we will send you a notification before these live streams to make sure you can make it. Alright, so again, we appreciate the support that we do get. Please support the chat. Please support the streams. Thumbs ups always help and share it and like it. And of course, them super chats. So we got Miley Cyrus. Now, um, I've, got, I've got a, a stream with Jay, with Jay Dyer tomorrow on Jay Dyer's channel. We're going to do a... Uh, we're looking at John Carpenter's the, his so-called Apocalypse trilogy, right? The Thing, In the Mouth of Madness, and The Thing, Prince of Darkness, and In the Mouth of Madness. Um, so I'm not. We just watched these three John Carpenter movies, kind of like thriller, horror, kind of goofy, really well done. Some of them. Uh, in the Mouth of Madness was really good. I liked it. It will be lit. There we go. Jay's up in the chat, but I don't. I don't know which. I told Jay in a, in a Sky message yesterday. I don't know what is more, what's darker and more evil. The film by John Carpenter, The Prince of Darkness, about a, uh, <laughs> about the spawn of Satan manifesting in this physical world, trying to open up demonic gateways. I don't know what's more sinister and evil, that or this podcast with Miley Cyrus and Joe Rogan. What's darker? Jay, what's darker, Prince of Darkness or this podcast with Miley Cyrus? Um, dark. We're, we're going to get to the, the part about the vegan thing, and then we'll watch, we'll watch Vegan Gains video a little bit later. But first, this, this part really fascinated me. We got Miley, um, Miley Cyrus, great role model for young women. I'm being facetious, obviously. Miley Cyrus, um, she is, of course, just like we talked about this the other day, right? The Disney arc, the Disney princess character arc. They start out as child stars. abused little child stars, thrown through the Hollywood pedocracy system, thrown through the grinder of the Hollywood pedocracy. And by the time they become young adults, they've already been sexualized for several years, right? They hypersexualize these girls as young children. And then once they leave the Mickey Mouse Club or the ABC Family Show or the Disney Channel show, whatever it is, I forget what Miley Cyrus, she was like Disney Channel, right? Once they leave the Mickey Mouse Club, then, then guess what? They get to become through the same ritual that gets done over and over again, they get to become a Madonna level whore. They get to become the whore of Babylon. So uh, Miley Cyrus, it kind of, I mean, it sucks. Like these, these, she's probably like five or six years younger than me. I think she's in her twenties, probably late twenties. Right, I'm thirty three. Freemason confirmed, bro. Thirty three, illuminate confirmed. Uh, so I'm thirty three. She's younger than me. It's super sad to see like this whole generation looking up to this. Like you the stars that people look up to. You remember, Crowley said, everyone is a star. Every man and woman is a star, he said. It's sad to see like little girls looking up to her. I mean, I know my younger sister, she used to be really into Miley. It's just and this is these are your heroes growing up, right? Oh, the innocent little Miley Cyrus. Here you are, a 12-year-old girl, you're a big fan of Hannah Montana, little Miley Cyrus, and then she grows up, and she, threw the same ritual that they've done with all these pop stars, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, they turn her into this Madonna whore. They turn her into Marilyn Monroe. They turn her into Dolly Parton. Right before your eyes. And... At the conscious level, a lot of people realize this, but a lot of these young children, they just think that this is how it goes. Like, this is the story arc that you're supposed to imitate. You're supposed to idolize this. It's, it's sick. It's twisted. Anyways, anyways we got uh, Joe Rogan, Miley Cyrus. Let's do each other.
10: So if you did this thing, like if you really decided to do uh, children's books, like
6: realistic children. books. Right, I got I to back this up. Sorry
15: sunshine world and everyone walks on a rainbow and everyone's okay there's the information that they're going to get sorry i like to go up so i i now just avoid really drinking because i i I like to wake up at 110 percent um but it's never really been my problem and i could see myself having a drink of celebration in the future but i get so fucking hungover now that i'm like why would i celebrate with like just feeling like uh, a erupted in my brain, you know. So, so it's really just a personal preference, but it's definitely not anything that I promote. In I think it's a lifestyle everyone should be. I think everyone should experiment. It's a good time, and you learn a lot of things about yourself. <laughs> yeah,
6: I don't even drink anymore because it fucked me up so bad. And now my voice, voice sounds like mine. This chick sounds like sounds like those those beat up strippers, right? You ever like like a like a stripper who's just she sounds like a 40-year-old stripper who's been doing meth for 10 years.
15: This is crazy. ...self and the people around you, but now I'm, I'm watching, I have younger siblings and they're going through that and I don't know how my mom did it with me because it's scary.
10: Yeah, I don't think... I think if we're going to acknowledge the fact that all these things exist, cocaine exists, pills exist, marijuana exists, we should teach people how to do it right. Yeah. We're really. I mean, you're leaving.
6: man, Joe. Joe Rogan. We should teach kids how to do cocaine right. This is <laughs> All right. So I know you guys, you guys want to get to the part where she talks about she was never really vegan. We'll get to that. We'll get the vegan gains video. We'll have some laughs at that. But Miley Cyrus and Joe Rogan's genius idea. Let's teach children how to do cocaine. Thanks, Joe.
10: Thanks, Joe. Marijuana exists. We should teach people how to do it right. Yeah. We're really. I mean, you're leaving yeah. children. It's the same thing with sex, right? Yeah. We leave children. If mean, you
6: hear her voice, Jay says, voice of a six-year-old diner waitress on Virginia Slims smoke break. Yeah. She, she smells like she's been smoke, chain smoking uh, vagina slimes and stripping for twelve years. It's super sad. She sounds like, like a freaking, Denny's waitress, three a.m., sixty-year-old, beat up Denny's waitress with big fat balloon fake titties that are all saggy and wrinkly. And a face that looks like stretched out leather covered in plastic because of all the surgery. I mean, that's what she sounds like, it's sad, she's a young girl.
10: To their, their, there's, the information that they're gonna get is from other kids. Yeah. And if you're learning about sex from another 14 year old Hmm. or you're learning about coke from a 14 year old, that's not good. Yeah. Like someone,
6: Oh, that's we, not good. Thanks, Joe. Why don't we have you and Miley Cyrus teach our children about sex and coke? Why don't you How? Let's 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 have us. Let's get a summer camp. Let's, let's start a summer camp for uh, four to twelve year old girls and we can let Miley Cyrus teach them how to how to safely do coke.
10: <laughs> we play this game with children where we try to pretend That, you know, they live in a movie.
15: Alright, well listen to this. This It's actually funny.
2: We play this game with children where
6: we try to pretend that they're in a movie. That's a deep thought, Joe Rogan. Good job, dude.
15: You bring this up because I had the idea this week. Not that I really have time to do this in the near future, but I would like to at some point in my life. I want to do my own children's book series of realistic children's stories. Mm. Because I don't like the idea that we teach them that this is sunshine world and everyone walks on a rainbow and everyone's equal and you need to say like, that's not, what are you gonna do about it? That's not true, what are you gonna do about it? And I think there's a way to not terrify children Mm. of life even though I go in and out of periods where I think life is really overwhelmingly terrifying. Um, And that's coming from my position. And my position, I, I tell myself all the time, if you're not enjoying this life, honey you got to come in in the next one because I better fucking love this life it's the best one I, I couldn't imagine being in a different body well, and having a different experience it's an awesome life if you do it the right way it's an awesome life an I- awesome life you do it's an awesome
6: life if Joe Rogan and Miley Cyrus teach you about sex and cocaine at 14
15: I also I didn't hurt myself beyond repair in my experiences I survived and I don't even mean heart still beating survival I mean I have a lot of people that love me around. I didn't kick all the people that had my best interest at heart out. That's the, that's where you die is you mm. kick everyone that says, Hey, are you, yeah. are you okay? You know, out. No, uh, of course I'm okay. You don't trust me. Get the fuck out. Right. And so now that I have people that I've had in my life, I feel that I have people in my life that I've known for 15, 20 years and not many people in my position get to say that. My parents are awesome. My dad's, loopy as hell, but I love him so much. <laughs> um, he, he has no way of ever hearing this, because my dad doesn't have Wi-Fi or uh, anything but a Blackberry, so I can tell you what I got dad him for his a birthday. Blackberry? My dad has two Blackberries, which equal an iPhone, <laughs> which is not true, but that's what he says. So for his birthday, he said that he wanted to see if he could go 365 days without eating pizza, because he had never done it before. So my dad has <laughs> never on a Craigslist, bit. and I put it, my dad has 500... Than a five-foot pizza for his birthday. All right, sorry.
6: We gotta get to the point where they, 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 they talk about it one more time, her genius children's book idea. Her children's book series teaching children how to, how to do Molly and, and sniff Coke.
15: Um, Wayne Coyne is a good friend of mine, and I did the Dead Pets record with him. Flaming Lips have been my favorite band since I was in fifth grade, and he's obviously an amazing artist. And he just had his first child, year and a half years old. He's 60, he just had a baby. They're coming to visit me right now. And um, I would have him do all the illustrations, so it stays in that kind of surrealist world. Because so I think I think that's what would get the kids to want to read this book is that mm. that the illustrations are still surreal, um, and I like that about children's books. But I do think that we do need to talk about you know equality, and I do think there needs to be diversity in children's books. And I think also we just need to talk about the fact. I was actually happy to talk to you today because I didn't get to do therapy today because I would fl- be with you, but it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> and I was talking to him and I... These
6: celebs and their therapists, right? They're all these like on-call therapists that are constantly
15: adjusting them. Weird. said, you know, sometimes it scares me that I'm too tough and and I feel like... I'm not jaded and I'm not cold, but I feel too tough. And he goes, well, I'm proud of that because life is tough. And it's not to get hard. What I... do you mean by that? What do
10: you
6: mean by you feel like... Okay, all right. So when... We're going to skip forward now. That's
5: <laughs> mm.
6: interesting, right? The, these freaking celebrities and they're like therapist handlers are weird, right? They have, they have these celebs, these starlets, these like Disney starlets who are always hypersexualized and abused, who are put out there for children to mime and mimic. You know, they think it's it cool to act traumatized, hypersexualized, and abused and impulsive, they all have they all have like teams of therapists. Like uh, you know, like athletes have their coaches? All right, you got your strength coach, you got your movement coach, they got their therapists always with them. All right, let's come back to uh There's a part, where's the part about veganism?
15: Her diet, there we go. All right. Here we go, well, the part about her diet. i you from making a bad choice. Mine gets a little sleepy sometimes when I'm not doing especially when it comes to the diet. When my diet isn't, you know, it's it's it's, it's annoying because I do like to, well, I'm country, so I like to eat bad food. I, I had never, my mom used to get mad if I would tell her I don't want butt butter. Like, my mom is that like, yeah, now I'm fine and... But I just remember growing up, my mom, you know, we we ate frozen waffle. Thank, Thank you, Joe.
6: Butter is great for you. Butter is freaking amazing. So here we go. Miley Cyrus. Remember, Miley has been heralded as a vegan. Right, Miley is a famous vegan. She is a famous vegan. Oh no! Now, now that everybody's publishing that she's not vegan anymore, she quit vegan diet for health reasons. Miley Cyrus is vegan AF, and so not sorry if you don't like it. <laughs> Live kindly. At um, least <laughs> Miley and Liam handle their breakup in the most vegan way. I guess she she was with that Liam. I, I think that's Thor Hemsworth. That's Thor, and Miley Cyrus quits veganism. Okay. Well, these are the new. <laughs> so she, she's no longer vegan now, but she was heralded as this animal rights activist. There are all these pictures of Miley Cyrus with pigs and look at me. I'm such an animal activist. Miley Cyrus is vegan AF and so not sorry if you don't like it. All right, let's, let's hear about uh, vegan. Miley and her vegan diet right here.
10: Come on. Uh, maybe, but also... It's the final loam of your breaks, but you know? the way you developed as a human being, being that famous at, you know, 12 years old doing stadiums. But I do
15: like, I like looking at my brain and going, okay, listen, like someone cut my breaks, right, on my brain. And I have to take all the things and make yeah. I've been...
6: All right. So she, she talks about how she's getting brain scanned all the time. She's always getting brain scans. She gets these brain scans and this doctor helps her to fix her brain and... Um, I mean, very, very kind of transhumanist level monitoring of all her biological processes. Pretty fascinating, right? Like the amount of money that these people have to throw at this stuff. But also when you look at like the history of psychiatry, psychology, tying in with um, human experimentation and stuff during the MKUltra program, it's just kind of crazy seeing these celebs. She's getting brain scanned all the time. And I was gonna go to therapy today, and I go to therapy like every day, but instead I'm going to Joe Rogan. I don't know, <laughs> no, it's kinda weird. Um, so yeah, I mean she earlier in the interview, there's some really there's one like pretty shocking part. She talks about how her father she was on the back of a motorcycle when she's two years old, and the story goes, I don't know if she even remembers it, but she the dad was ducking under a tree branch that was hanging over it, and she got hit. She whacked her head on this tree. Her father almost killed her with a massive head injury and brain trauma at two years old, right? So now, whether that's true or not, what other types of trauma these people have, um, what other types of trauma she has, who knows, right? Like, she's obviously been through a lot. She's obviously, obviously been through a lot of sexual trauma as well. I mean, nobody acts like this. Nobody goes out there and behaves like this. Not like this, right, that like you see right here, but, you know, the hypersexualization in her videos, This, you know, public persona of being a massive whore, Um, you don't just do that as a normal child growing up with loving parents, right? Then things happen, and it's sad. The sad truth is that Hollywood is full of predators who catch on, who latch on to little kids like this and vamp their energy from a young age and control them for their whole life. Right, so so she's, always getting, she's always getting hooked up to electrodes and stuff, getting brain scams all the time. Kind of crazy, right? I mean, she sees herself as basically, like, broken. She sees herself, and she even in the end, she talks about she sees herself as, like, a, uh, like a shattered mirror. A shattered mirror put back together, which, I don't know, Jay was here. We could go a little bit deeper into some of that stuff. But it's a, um, all this symbolic shattering of the human psyche and re, re-assimilation of the human psyche... Is uh is very prevalent with her. There we go. Jay's in the chat. You can jump on, Jay. We could do we do zoom. Alright, well let's let's finish this up. You can de- de- uh, message me on Skype if you want to jump in, Jay. Oh, you're just at the store. Alright, cool. If you're at the store, put your mask on, Jay. You better wear a freaking mask. Better wear your freaking mask. So anyways, this uh the shattering of the personality and the reintegration into a new personality, uh, the, the ritual traumatization of children. You know, it's just so apt that Miley Cyrus coming to the forefront of the uh, the public conversation right now as we're talking about the masks, the uh, soylent initiation, the satanic, S-E-I-tanic, satanic initiation that we see right now. And, um, This ritualization of trauma is something that you see in every aspect of our culture. Pop culture is full of the symbolism, the broken mirror, multiple personalities.
15: All the things, Omega, I've been... Was vegan for a very long time, and I've had to introduce fish and omegas into my life because my brain wasn't functioning properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Don't tell that to the vegans, they'll come for you. That's, they're gonna come for me, but that's okay. Um, I'm used <laughs> to people coming for me, and it's you gonna be to that I come out. No, I listen. No, if I- that's
6: not what vegans say, Joe. Um, okay, so there we go. I used to be vegan, but my brain wasn't working right. My brain wasn't working right. So same thing that we see from all these people who try to remove the most important foods for human beings from their diet. Same thing. We see the same symptoms. See the same symptoms when when people remove these foods from their diet. They start to feel anxious. High levels of anxiety. They feel like they can't cope with stressors. Their body starts to break down. They feel like they have brain fog all the time. They eat some fish. They eat some eggs. They eat some meat. They feel better. Oh my goodness, they feel better. What a surprise, what a surprise. So this happens over and over again. We see this in the, uh, the, ex, the ex-vegan phenomenon. And of course, the vegans on YouTube want nothing more than to crush, humiliate, discredit, and demonize anybody who dares to say that veganism didn't work for them. And I'm sure, I mean, I haven't even looked yet, but I'm sure we're going to see loads of ex, of uh, vegans saying she was never
0: really vegan
6: on YouTube. So we're going to, we'll have fun checking out. We'll look at the, uh, we'll look at some of these vegan videos next. But here we go. We got, we got some super chats here. Uh, Doorman360 sends five bucks, donated five bucks via the uh, Streamlabs. Streamlabs is the best way to donate. Please, you guys, support the work we do here. Um, You know some streams we get lots of support some we get barely any support from the audience We need audience support if you guys want more content like this You got to support the stream right help us out in that algorithm by hitting the thumbs up Help us out in that algorithm by sending them super chats Help us out by sharing it liking it Because we need your support we get none from YouTube Doorman360 donates five says surrender your children to Miley Cyrus Toe Rogan king of the normies Exactly king normie Joe Rogan King me
15: I, I give home I have 22 animals on my farm in Nashville I've got 22 in my house in calabasas like I'm doing what I need to do for the animals okay, okay. okay. but when it comes to my brain you're not vegan no you can't be vegan and live in this kind of and not being this quick but
6: <laughs> <children> can't, <something laughs> you can't before. be vegan and get this quick huh huh I suspect I suspect some of these vegans are gonna be mad. I suspect some of these vegans are gonna be pissed. All right, let's. All right, here we go, let's do it. Miley Cyrus, I'm sure, let's see how many videos we get. There we go, all of them, we got Red Pill Vegan. Let's check that one out first. This guy, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Red Pill Vegan. Highly suggest you guys go and subscribe to his channel. He is, let's, let's just get an introduction to Red Pill and Vegan. You guys might think that Red Pill and Vegan are oxymorons, right? Well, guess again, you freaking fools. Red Pill and Vegan go together like, look at that. Look, he's got, he's got a video of me. Every Primal Health video ever, which I clicked on. I didn't even watch it because it just all he did was take a clip of, let's see. It just really. nutritionfacts.org. Everything on the website
2: is free. There are no ads, no corporate sponsors. S- not put up as a public I'm a soy
6: boy, because I love soy. Thank you. <laughs> Vanessa Camera donate five bucks via super chat. Says thanks for all that you do. Vanessa, thank you. Diamond Tuesday Donate six sixty four via Streamlabs, which is the best way to do it. it says Miley hates Petunia Thanks for your stream, Tristan. Why? Diamond Tuesday, what's your freaking problem? Why do you have to bring that up? Why do you have to bring that up? Does anybody... Petunia? We will rise, we will rise
0: again.
6: (laughs) Petunia will
0: rise again. A new world order run by the chickens. Equal rights for animals and you. Betunia will rise. She will rise again.
6: You got, all right, Betunia, R.I.P. Betunia, sweet, beautiful, feathered woman of the east. Betunia, up there in the great chicken chicken coop in the sky. Hopefully, Betunia will be will be reincarnated as um, as I don't know. I guess a, like Prince Philip, she can be reincarnated as a virus to depopulate all those nasty humans. All right, so we got every prime lodge health video ever by Red Pill Vegan. let's see what this is all about. Love as a tribute
2: to my grandma. What? Grandpa.
6: Dude, this is getting bad. This is getting really, really bad. Like it's it's usually funny to laugh at Dr. Gregor. This dude is poisoning so many people with this ideology. This dude is worshipped like an idol by these vegan dorks. But this guy, like this is kind of sad seeing this guy deteriorate so much. Is he losing Wait, control of his toe? Does Red Pill, vegan, Red Pill Vegan put this up? He thinks this is like a gotcha video. He's like debunking me by just uploading a 50 second clip from my video. Red Pill Vegan, you gotta work harder, dude. What's up with this? This is some end stage vegan editing here, dude. Step it up a notch, Red Pill. Also, another, another shout out to Red Pill Vegan. I know you, you tagged me on, uh, I think you might have blocked me after you had tagged me in a, in a uh, post on Twitter and I called you out and I said, come on the channel and come debate. So what's up with this? Red pill vegan, you're gonna come on and debate? You're gonna come on and you can air out your grievances with me. I know you like to make a video about me every couple weeks. And I never really give you the, the satisfaction of watching your gay little videos, but red pill vegan, come on over here, dude. Come on over here, red pill vegan. Red pill vegan. Alright, there's another. Let's see. Let's let's learn a little bit more about Red Pill Vegan. Let's see. What are his let's go back? We put out videos for a good while. We put out videos for a good while. This red pill video. Let's, uh, let me let me finish this uh, this video over here first though, and we're gonna get eventually. Don't worry, guys. We're gonna get to philosopher king, philosopher guys, king. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. If you want to be the big man. I like that one. That one's the best. Let's do that one again. Kind of Sorry, boy, because I love you. If you soy. want to be the big man, the big daddy. The big daddy thank you appreciate that flood power baloney sending Canadian 1399 through super chat keep fighting the good fight brother Kyle did nothing wrong sorry no stream labs lol there you go man keep fighting the good fight you too dude flood power baloney you know Streamlabs is uh, stream Streamlabs is you don't need like all you need is a PayPal to do Streamlabs. Streamlabs stream labs is legit you guys make sure to do stream labs if you don't Know about it already. Sign up streamlabs.com. There's a link down in the description below. When the inevitable demonetization or even full on deplatforming of this channel comes, that's the way to support. That's the way to support. Alright, let's let's see. We got 20 seconds left. Red pill vegan. You think you think you really uh, you really got me here with this clip, huh, bro?
2: Anything. Just put up as a public service, so the labor of love, as a tribute to my grandmother, whose own life. Mm-hmm.
6: Like, if you get too low in cholesterol, your central nervous system starts eating itself. Your central nervous system starts eating itself. If you get too low in cholesterol, your central nervous system starts eating itself. Oh, there's a yawn! Oh, he put a- look! Oh, BTFO! BTFO! B-T-F-O. No, no, this is absolutely true. If you get too low on cholesterol, your central nervous system, your myelin sheets, the lining of your myelin sheets require cholesterol. Your brain's made out of cholesterol. Red pill, vegan. So you could come on. Why don't you come on and you could you could actually uh, tell me exactly what your grievance is here. We can you could come debate. I know you think you BTFO me all the time. Your gay little edits, but come on here, dude. Red pill, vegan. Red pill, vegan. Come on. All right, let's see. There's another, where is that video? Red Pill Vegan. Let's see. Hold on. There was a video that I had pulled out. I don't know where it went. I had it pulled up months ago, but maybe my history is gone. Let's see. All right, here we go. I just I want to learn a little bit. You guys want to know a little bit more about Red Pill Vegan? What's this dude all about? I mean, obviously, I just got BTFO'd by this striking, stunning, sexy-haired young man. Damn, look at that. Look, what kind of product do you use, bro? What product do you use? That your hair looks fucking amazing.
7: Red pill vegan, you <laughs> heard right.
6: Live in that plant-based. Life. <laughs> how, many time, how many times did this fag shoot this? <laughs> how many times did you shoot this, dude? Alright, well, dude, alright, I've, I've got a new, we're gonna have to use this as a uh, Streamlabs thing. Let me make sure I save this. I'm gonna send this to, I'll just send this to Jessica and Skype so that I can we've gotta pull some clips from this for the Streamlabs. Look at that head bob. Red. Uh, look at that. Recording. Throw the swag. Throw the swag. Look at even the mouth has got swag. That little, that little slight upturn, a little slight smile there. Yo, I might give you a slight smirk, dog. Yo, check out my slight smirk. I might dip to the side a little bit while I walk through the street. Let me bust out. Let me bust out my E40 accent. Let me just start talking like some gangster from Oakland all of a sudden, dog. <laughs> Red pill vegan. Ugh. What's well, so up ladies, you want some? You can't get it. No, but you can really, you can get it. You can't get it, no, but you can really. Please try and get it.
7: <laughs> Red pill vegan, you Dude, heard Dude, I just wanna right. loop that. Live that. I just wanna loop that. Red pill vegan, you heard right. <laughs> Living that plant-based life.
6: Emphasis on the
7: based. E, so one of the comments I get on the channel all the time is Red pill vegan? That's an oxymoron. You can't be red pill and vegan. <laughs> oh, is that, is that so?
6: As- <laughs> oh, is that, is that so? Yo, this is the fifth time I done said this. <laughs> How many times do you think he did this stupid little monologue? Do you think, do you think he stops if, if somebody walks out and they're, they're walking down their porch? Do you think he stops because he gets embarrassed and self-conscious in that moment? All right. Let's hear what this wigger has to say.
7: If you have to eat meat and dairy products in order to improve your sexual
6: market value and understand the game. <laughs> so that's this video. Your sexual market value and understand the game. Red pill vegan. So remember, red pill. Red pill used to be a term that was used. You used to see red pill a lot in the mid-2000s. Right? You red pilled, You red pill the Building 7, dog. Yo, you red pilled to that. You get Larry Silverstein, pull it. Pull it, Larry Silverstein. We'd be red pilled, right? Red pill was like mid 2000s. You're kind of woke, which the woke word is gone now, too, right? You're kind of woke to like geopolitical machinations, understand what's going on in the world, bigger picture, and WO type stuff. Then Red pill got jacked by these incels that try to sell their sexual market value. Once it increases sexual marketplace value, your value in the sexual marketplace. All right, there's 2018 right here. Red Pill Vegan, how much have you increased your sexual marketplace value since this video was put out in 2018? All right, how many how many young ladies have you tricked, how many lo- young ladies have you tricked and manipulated into letting you stick your little worm inside of them, Red Pill Vegan? Have you increased your sexual marketplace value, bro? Beasting, vegan beasts, says someone in the chat. Dude, how—someone says dude's at least 40 and he needs to simmer down with his bad self. he's probably, like, early 30s. Might be, like, 29, 30, something like that. It's hard to tell when they're vegan, though. All right, let's—let's—let's hear some more.
7: Ill and vegan. (laughs) Oh, is that—is that so? As if you have to eat meat and dairy products in order to improve your sexual market value and understand the game. Ooh. So that's what this video is about. <laughs> really, you don't need all that stuff uh-uh, in dog. order to be red pill. It's a fact. It's just a fact of proving it right now in the flesh. And that's the case. I'm going to show you guys Damn. this image. I put it up on my last update. Oh, uh, look at CC that sexual DNA. market
6: value. Look at that. Look at that sexual market value right there. Uh. Ladies, y'all like that? It's
7: a- 2018. All right, so fast forward. I snapped some photos at the end of July. It's not even that long. Two months later.
6: Damn, bro. You look skinnier, dog. Dog. Damn, bro. You done made some deterioration games, yo. Red pill.
7: Down the road, end of July. This is the physique update mm. from end of July 2018. It looks like, oh, what's that?
6: Oh, it looks like, oh, what's that? It looks like you lost muscle, dog. Oh, what's that? Yo, you look the same.
7: Got <laughs> more muscular and nope. leaner. Nope. Is that so? Nope. And you can't be red pill and vegan.
6: Okay. Right. This is proof that he's red pill and vegan. Check out his six pack, dude. Check out that six pack, meat.
7: Because hey, you need
6: meat to
7: understand the game.
6: And Damn, improve. bro. You don't even need meat to lose five pounds of muscle. You don't even need meat. Yo, you want to lose five pounds of muscle in two months? You don't even need meat, dog. Red pill vegan. All right, he'll be a new favorite. We'll be back. We'll be back with more red pill vegan. Oh, let's see. Wait, here's the red pill vegan. I, I've been
15: was vegan for a very long time, and I've had to introduce fish and omega right, my he life. He just he doesn't even edit it. He just puts the clip up. Let's see.
6: There's
15: YouTube about how they still you can't pay attention train. to those guys. I, that's what I'm saying. I'll... So,
10: uh, I did the carnivore diet for all of January. I lost twelve pounds. I had a belly, oh, a lot of people made fun of me, fat shamed me. I lost all my fat, I lost all
6: the belly. Yeah, Joe's like what, 54 or something, 54, right, we, y'all know, we, we're no fanboys of Joe Rogan here, but look, come on, 54 years old, dude's on TRT obviously, right, but hey, Joe's looking good on his carnivore diet, what, what are you talking about here, this is something you're debunking, you debunking, yeah, another incoherent video here, let's see. I'm
15: at.
10: There's a lot of people that function really well with that, but some people. It's everybody's different, you know. We all have different ancestors, and our ancestors come from different parts of the world. And you know, I don't know if the blood type thing is accurate, but some people really believe that. Okay,
6: so he. BTFO. (laughs) Another great red pill vegan uh, edit here. Here we go. Um, Breaking: Miley Cyrus quits vegan diet after brain not functioning properly. Plant Based News. Let's see if Klaus from Plant Bice News. Let's see if it's Klaus, or are they just going to do the same thing? Where they just take the clip.
15: How hmm. long were you vegan? Uh, since t- I was vegan from 2013 till 2019. So
6: in 2019, what was the first Damn, thing? Six was- years. Six years. This chick lasted, right? With all the money in the world, with all the money for supplementation, constant blood tests, getting your brain scanned all the time. What are the vegans going to say? They're going to say she did it wrong, right? They have to say she did it wrong. She was never really vegan. Let's see where Klaus from Plant-Based News goes. Remember, Klaus, this channel, this is owned. Klaus's channel is owned by the owner of KBW Ventures, Saudi Royal. He he calls, Klaus calls this dude, His Royal Highness, Prince Khalid. Prince Khalid bin Awaleed bin Talal is the owner of Plant-Based News. I'm sorry, Plant-Based News. And he is a Saudi royal, the son of an international, um, oh, philanthropist. <laughs> philanthropist, Saudi royal, Prince Khalid, who owns the Four Seasons with Bill Gates. You ready?
15: Uh, my my ex-husband
16: cooked me, cooked me some fish on the grill. So the big news this week is Miley Cyrus has ditched
6: veganism,
16: and we're all wondering why.
6: So no, out. it's not big news, and nobody's wondering why, Klaus. Because of the same reason why everybody leaves veganism. Because veganism is fake and stupid. <laughs> because veganism it doesn't really exist. Even your definition of veganism is retarded. Nobody is surprised that you left veganism because everybody leaves veganism. Nobody's even born vegan. You're born non-vegan, and when you die, you're not going to be remembered as a vegan. Everybody, you're all future ex-vegans. Actually, right All now, you vegans, you will all be ex-vegans eventually. Whether you have to quit the diet or whether you just die, you will not be vegan at some point.
15: A very experimental period. It's actually fun to talk about with you because I know that you kind of have probably some good suggestions on that. But I'm experimenting a lot with like my diet and my body and my routine and my exercise right now.
6: Eat some meat, girl. Eat some beef. Eat more beef. Quit being a whore. Quit taking drugs. Isn't it interesting that
16: Mighty Cyrus ditched veganism during an experimental phase?
6: What's no, called- she didn't say an experimental phase. She said she felt like shit. And she ate real food. And she felt better. Crazier. You, you see how they love to misrepresent? Oh, she said she did an experimental phase, so clearly she was just experimenting. and all, all, all. <laughs> What's the excuse, Clausy boy?
16: experimental phase what's crazier is the fact she's looking for nutrition advice from joe rogan who if you don't know is a glorified hunter and regularly takes money from the meat industry on his podcast
6: podcast on his podcast oh he regularly takes money from the meat industry well hey klaus you regularly also support the meat industry you did a freaking fake cheese demonstration of how to make Fake cheese enchiladas or nachos or some disgusting shit with your fake plastic cheese from a company that manufactures and produces real cheese from milk, from animals. You promote Tyson Foods companies. You promote KFC for having vegan options. You, Klaus, promote the meat industry. Because the so-called meat industry doesn't even exist. The so-called meat industry is are the same international corporations, the same transnational corporations, the same seed conglomerates, Right? As the plant based food industry. Cargill runs the meatpacking industry in the US. JBS, Smithfield, uh, all of these are developing plant based options. All of these are what helped to bring in this industrial agriculture system that has destroyed the cultures of the people who are now being destroyed further by all these other crises. This is not surprising to anybody. But it's also not surprising that you're so hypocritical to criticize Joe Rogan for for uh, promoting the meat industry or being a glorified hunter. Um, you also promote companies and their products who sell meat. <laughs> no consistency here. He even tried the carnival diet earlier in the year. <laughs> he even tried the carnival diet earlier in the year. Oh. Um, all right. He even tried carnival. Well, guess what, Klausy boy? He said he felt great on carnivore, and he still does it. He still says he still does a mostly meat diet.
16: So there you go. I don't know what she's talking about with celery and fries. I don't know what Joe Rogan's talking about because I know those vegan bodybuilders aren't on steroids. I so- you
6: know, these vegan bodybuilders, you know, hey, one of those vegan bodybuilders who used to always talk about, John Venus, has recently come out as not being vegan anymore. He was the only impressive, semi-impressive one. And he had a physique that's completely obtainable naturally by people who are not vegan as well. <laughs> so all these vegan bodybuilders that you have left, who are impressive? Which one of these vegan bodybuilders, these so-called vegan athletes, are actually impressive that are left? Name one, please. Who do you have now? Vegan gains? Broke dark and handsome, Frank toopheenyl. Who do you have now?
16: might be, but the point is you can do a healthy vegan diet healthfully.
0: Everybody. Oh, thinking.
6: you can? Oh, the point is you can do a healthy vegan diet healthfully. All right. We'll jump forward. I just want to hear what Klaus has to say. If you're watching
16: this and thinking this sounds woo-woo, then you're not alone. There's no such thing as a blood type diet. There's no such thing as a brain type diet. But let's get to the heart of the issue, which is when Wiley says her vegan diet wasn't very good for brain health. Yeah.
6: It's clearly not good for your brain health. It's clearly not good for the emotional, psychological health of any of the people in your circles, Klaus. And we're watching you all deteriorate physically, mentally
15: right before our eyes. I've been, was vegan for a very long time and I've had to introduce... Fish and omegas into my life because my brain wasn't functioning properly. So
16: let's break this down.
15: What Miley's basically saying is that omega
16: threes are important for brain health. Omega threes. She seems to think that
6: vegans can't obtain omega threes, which is untrue because no, it's true. You cannot get omega three fatty acids that are not from animal foods, unless, Clousey boy, unless you're having highly toxic algae-based DHA, which is barely assimilable by human beings, and which is. Toxic and rancid and filled with all sorts of solvents that they use to extract it. When you are taking omega-3 supplements, you're going to freaking mess your body up. Your algae-based omega-3 supplements are terrible for you and even your famed vegan doctors like Dr. Greger, Dr. McDougall, they're even backtracking on their recommendations to take omega-3 because they're starting to recognize the detriment of this algae-based omega-3 fatty acid that are not DHA and EPA like you're gonna get from fish, from real animal foods like shellfish, right? It's, it's not surprising to any of us, and it's also not surprising to any of us that you're gonna try to spin this <laughs> Your little pathetic, feminine ass is going to come over here and try to spin this and try to demonize Miley and try to somehow make Miley Cyrus look bad when just a few weeks ago you would have talked about her being a hero for the animals, one of the most amazing representatives of veganism and blah, blah, blah. Vegans have flax seeds, for example. Flax seeds,
0: you
16: have,
6: Vegans have flax seeds, for example. Flax seeds are not DHA or EPA. Flax seeds. Or the ALA, very little of that can be converted in the human body to DHA and EPA. Flax seeds are not a replacement for animal foods.
16: Convert the ALA from flaxseed
6: into omega-3, such as EPA and DHA. It's omega-3, not omega-3. You friggin' door. Right, another thing. According to the USDA, you know these people are always talking about the USDA, the FDA. Check this out. Sarah Place up on Twitter posted this. Kind of incredible in a bad way. U.S. girls age 14 to 18 that are below the estimated average requirement for protein are 20%. 20% of girls 14 to 18 are below the estimated average requirement for protein. And guess what? The estimated average requirement for protein is way lower than the actual requirement for protein. So Klaus, you are complicit in malnourishing little girls, we all know the, you all know these chicks that you went to college and high school with. They just eat freaking chips and stuff, right? Have no, these these little girls? They're growing up. First of all, they're growing up in the public schools. They're growing up on toxic pop culture, on toxic pop McFoods, right? They're eating the uh, the, the global uh, monocropped McKibble. You guys remember those chicks in college that barely ever eat real food? You see them like drinking beer and eating chips. And they become, they become a mess by the time they're done with their four years at the university. Not just a physical, spiritual mess, but also just nutritionally. All their habits are terrible. Imagine how bad it is now. I was in college 15 years ago. Imagine how bad it is now. Kind of incredible in a bad way, she says. Girls age 14, 18, 20% of them are deficient in protein. 52% of them are deficient in vitamin A. Guess what? You're only going to get vitamin A from animal foods. Beta-carotene is not vitamin A. We're talking about fat-soluble vitamin A. That's retinol. You get that from things like liver. You get that from beef. You get that from animal foods. Folate, 21% are are deficient in folate. We see a lot of folate deficiencies out there. Vitamin C, 49% deficient. Vitamin B12, 11% are deficient. Calcium, 80% of girls, 14, 18, deficient in calcium. 17% deficient in iron. Zinc, 33%. So many of those are available basically only in animal foods, where are you gonna get a good source of zinc from plants, Klaus? Klaus, boy. So, we're looking at a lot, a lot of nutrient deficiencies that are rampant right now because of the recommendations that dupes like you are giving. So, I don't know what she's saying, but it's completely untrue.
15: But I do like. I don't
6: know what she's saying, but it's untrue. Great one, Klaus. That was some good science you just dropped there, bruh. I don't know what she's saying, but it's wrong i over right here to the chat. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Now, the nutrient deficiencies are crazy, right? These girls are growing up. They don't know how to feed themselves. Girls and boys, right? They're growing up. They don't know how to feed themselves. They don't know how to properly nourish their bodies. They don't understand basic nutritional principles. They don't even understand. A lot of these, uh, these kids don't understand the importance of protein. Let me fix the... Uh, turn down my... Camera here. Oops. I turn the lights on in here. It's getting dark outside. It's getting dark outside. It still hasn't rained. Those freaking clouds. I've been waiting on this rain for so long. It's so dry here right now. All right. Let's just fix. The exposure on that camera. Man, I need a different camera. This one's all right, though. All right, cool. Let's come over here to the chat and see what you guys are doing. What's up, okay? Christ Fulfilling Prophecy. How's it going, Kitty? How's it going? Let's check on these super chats. I want to thank you guys, the ones who were supporting the stream. Thank you very much for the support you give. Um, we had a pretty good stream. Lots of people supporting last time. It's a little more quiet this time. Let me throw the link up here. Oh, wait, we got, uh, okay, I already threw the Streamlabs link up in there. You guys want more content like this? You guys enjoy the streams? Please support, support the work we do here via Super Chats or via the Streamlabs. We get no support from YouTube, but we appreciate the support we get from you guys. All right, so all these nutrient deficiencies that we see in young girls, guess what, they're also being told by... They're idols... I love soy. I am a soy boy, because I love soy. They're being told by their idols like Miley Cyrus and Beyonce that they should go vegan for the animals and further malnourish themselves. Right, we're seeing massive zinc deficiencies in the U.S. Calcium deficiencies. Well, guess what? We back? We're back. All right, Bare Roots Farmer 499 says, did you see how the synthetic folic acid can be absorbed by most women and yet is linked to the increased autism? Yet most vitamins include it. Exactly, the folic acid, this folic acid, synthetic folic acid, that stuff is terrible. Many people cannot, cannot assimilate that and that can create a lot of issues. So the MTHFR, gene mutations, they're rampant. And these people are telling you, just supplement all your vitamins. You just take everything in a pill, take everything in a powder, just pop some pills and you're gonna be healthy. It's insane. It's insane. So these synthetic vitamins, these are not very often the best form. In fact, sometimes they're straight up harmful. And I guess can look a little bit more into the folic acid versus folate issue. Do not take supplemental folic acid. Do not. Do not. You need folate. What's a good source of folate? Liver. You need zinc. What's a good source of zinc? What's a good source of zinc? Oysters. Shellfish. Beef. Egg yolks. You need iodine. What's a good source of iodine? Same. Liver, shellfish, fish. Seafood. Simple principles. Focus on the good quality animal foods. The other stuff doesn't matter as much. Darren Johnson sends 499 via Super Chat. Appreciate that. Thank you, Darren Johnson. Really appreciate that. All the support we get here from you guys, this keeps these streams coming. They keep them going. If you guys want more, you got support. And I appreciate the support we do get. Appreciate the support from OK up in the chat. Regulating over there.
16: Chris is basically saying that she needs fish in order to get omega-3s, which as I said before, is completely untrue. It's completely untrue.
6: You can just take a, take a toxic supplement. You can just
16: take a toxic supplement. It's untrue. say hypothetically, vegans can't get omega-3s
6: from the ALA and things like flaxseed. ALA is converted at such a low rate and very few people can convert significant amounts of ALA. And you see brain damage, central nervous system damage from these people who are deficient in these things and they do need to supplement. Well, you can get algae-based supplementation,
15: so it is possible to supplement without having fish. And I was like so dry from having none of these healthy fats in my diet. Mm. I did what I could with like as many fucking avocados a day as it's I could hard. things, but it's hard to get the fat. Mm.
16: I also think when somebody notices a massive improvement in health from a very small dietary tweak. That's not a
6: small dietary treat- tweak. Eating animals is not a small dietary tweak. Taking animals out of your diet is not a small dietary tweak. You tweak, yet twit. That's huge, man. What the hell are you talking about?
16: Dreams of uh, the placebo effect, as Dr. Matthew Nagra said. The
6: placebo, it's just a placebo effect, Miley. Even though you're talking about how you're scanning your brain constantly, you're working with freaking Dr. Ewan Cameron, scanning your brain every day. You got, you got frickin' MKUltra, Dr. Ewan Cameron. Doing brain scans on you on the daily, but no, he says, "Oh, you just you don't know what you're doing. You did it wrong, and you just had, you just had, a placebo effect, Miley." All right, so we're done with you, Klaus from Plant Based News. Guys, make sure to support Klaus from Plant Based News. His channel owned by Prince Bin Awaleed Bin Talal, Prince Khalid Bin Awaleed Bin Talal. Um, I'm oh, sorry, no, Prince Khalid is the son of Bin Awalid Bin Talal, Saudi arms dealer. Saudi prince whose ex-wife accused him of uh, bringing children into traffic. I'll say that. Guy who likes to drive in traffic with children in his car. <laughs> allegedly, according to the, uh, the ex-wife, and that's the father of the owner of, uh, of your little business over there. Thank you so much, Klaus, for the laughs. Thank you so much for being a stereotypical vegan. Um, next, we got we we'll have to do we'll do vegan gains. Miley Cyrus lies about her vegan diet on JRE. We got twelve. We gotta watch twelve minutes of vegan gains. All right, let's let me guess. Hi everyone. So Miley Cyrus recently went on the Joe Rogan podcast and said some interesting things about no longer being. Vegan. Hi everyone. You're gonna hear me hear me whine and bitch in my nasally effeminate voice for the next twelve minutes. So try not to bash your head against your desk or the dashboard of your car. And uh, go ahead and check out my wife's OnlyFans. You know, the link in the description is gonna send you guys over to my wife's OnlyFans. So I can uh, so I can make some money off of pictures of her butthole, and you can also see my pee-pee.
15: Okay everyone, I've been, was vegan for a very long time, and I've had to introduce, damn, Siley, Siley, Miley
6: Cyrus' voice, is
15: more manly than vegan gains, isn't that weird? fish and omegas into my life because my brain wasn't functioning properly. I had a head injury when I was, you know, two years old. My dad had me, this is really bad, but he can't go to jail, I don't think, it's long enough. He had me in a baby backpack and I was on a dirt bike with my dad. And he was riding, and a tree had fallen, and he ducked, and I didn't, and I hit my head on the tree. Oh, Jesus gross. So that's what's wrong. Everyone's asked me that for well, years. So I have to admit
5: that I watch the Joe Rogan experience fairly regularly. And regularly. Tune
6: in so, this... so, I have to admit, I watch 12 hours of Joe Rogan regularly while I'm cooming to my hentai porn and counting my money from selling pictures of my wife's holes. Um, okay everybody.
5: Point, I expect to hear either Joe Rogan himself or his guests speak poorly about the vegan diet and lifestyle. And each time I hear-
6: Vegan diet is not a diet. There's no such thing as a vegan diet, remember? There's plant-based posers and there's vegans for life, bro
5: do this. You know, it disappoints me, but I expect it. So, it, you know, it's not shocking. It doesn't disappoint me too much. But um, when I tuned in to the most recent episode, but,
6: but uh, when I talk, I always have to like, look slightly confused. I always have to like furrow my brow a little bit and shake my head. It's just like the whole world just tastes weird to me. Okay.
5: Okay. Episode with Miley Cyrus. My expectations were definitely subverted. I didn't expect to hear Miley Cyrus, who has been vegan for a number of years, admit to quitting the diet and lifestyle and go back to eating fish. I didn't expect to find out that her dad is a criminally negligent moron who smashes babies' heads against trees. Wait, wait.
6: vegan gains? shouldn't you be cheering them on? You're the one who talks about how you want to smash babies' heads against the ground you hear about a man who actually did smash his baby's head against a tree, and you're going to hate on him? Are you just jealous? Were you je- but you're jealous that I get it. Hi, everyone. Um, so it turns out that Billy Ray Cyrus actually did get to beat a baby's head against a tree. And I just want to say that I, uh, I'm a little bit jealous. Like, I have to be honest. To be honest, I am. I am a little jealous while riding his dirt bike.
5: And uh, I guess what disappointed me most of all is that Joe Rogan would take diet advice from a drug-addicted pop star whose dad gave her severe brain damage. I- okay, there you,
2: ooh.
6: Drug-addicted pop star whose dad gave her severe brain damage. Oh, no. oh, oh no. Oops, accidentally. Accidentally hit someone in the chat. I was just... Oopsie. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Do debunk, right? Debunk. You don't have to listen to anything Miley Cyrus says. Vegan Gains has officially debunked her. She's brain damaged and she's a drug addict. So therefore, therefore, Vegan Gains... Vegan Gains is totally debunked anything she has to say about veganism. You don't even have to watch it. You don't have to listen to Miley. Just move on. Continue to eat your satanic soy. Hail... Satan, satanic. Say Satan, Satan. It's made out of tofu.
15: Like looking at my brain and going, okay, listen. Like someone cut my brakes right on my brain, and I have to take all the things. Omega. I, I've been was vegan for a very long time, and I've had to introduce fish and omegas into my life because my brain wasn't functioning properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Don't tell that to the vegans. They're come for you. That's, they're gonna come for me, but that's okay. Um, I'm used to people coming for me
5: and it's gonna be that i call salary. all right so miley
6: cyrus is cl- all right so hi everybody so
5: all right claiming that because of the brain damage all right
6: so um when i say things it always sounds a little whiny and all right so this is how the next 12 minutes are going to sound all right so look at my eyes and how much love and life are in them um, I just really care about the animals, Sue, so, all right, yeah, all right, Sue. So... Her father gave her, she has issues with cognitive
5: and mental health, and she has to make sure her nutrition is really good to, you know, protect her brain health. And she says that because her vegan diet was deficient in these uh, omega-3 fats that her brain needs, she needed to start eating fish to get these omega-3 fats. So, first of all, uh, there is some evidence suggesting that omega-3 fats from fish oils can be beneficial for cardio. <laughs>
6: There's a wealth of evidence showing that omega-3 fatty acids are absolutely necessary in vegan gains. And that if you don't get them in, you're going to be brain damaged. And you're going to behave like you're brain damaged. Much like we see here.
5: Function. For some people, for normal healthy individuals, it doesn't seem to have a benefit. But for people who do have impaired cognitive function, it seems that it could help. So it's conceivable that, yeah, if she upped her omega-3, you know, EPA, DHA intake, she might see cognitive benefits. Now, um, you don't actually need to murder fish to do this Murder? Uh, There are algae-based DHA supplements. And the DHA
6: and EPA in these supplements. Yeah, you can take some rancid algae based DHA and EPA supplements that are full of heavy metal contamination that use all sorts of solvents to remove them from <laughs> the algae that are barely digestible and assimilable by you. You could take this, right? Or you could just eat fish. You could just eat meat.
5: Are bioidentical to the EPA and DHA found in fish. Fish actually cannot synthesize EPA and DHA. They get it from the algae they eat. So, uh, so no rather- let's just
6: cut out the middleman. You get it from the algae they eat. There's always an argument that they use, right? Oh, they can't make it themselves. They get it from the algae. You can't get it from the algae. You got to get it from them. Just like you can't get protein from grass. You use a cow to graze that grass, turn it into protein, fat, and carbohydrate. Simple concepts, vegan gains. I know you don't understand this because you've never made anything. You've never grown any food in your life. You've never produced anything but a bunch of coom juice and pornography of your wife so you could sell pictures of her holes so that you can continue to be vegan gains.
5: Then murdering innocent animals, why the hell wouldn't you just take a supplement all of the research on like EPA and DHA and cognitive function. All of the research. Uses supplements.
6: All of the research by the EPA and DHA supplement salesman. Uh, can, we, do we really need to finish this? What's coming next? She did it wrong, right? She, she did it wrong again and she was never really vegan. And then character assassination. And then vegan gains will probably. I mean, are you going gonna to challenge her to a fight? Right? He'll, he'll challenge her to a fight. <laughs> he'll challenge her to a fight at the end, and then he'll remind you of his wife's OnlyFans. First link. Here's my wife's butthole. <laughs> hi everyone. Um, I was really surprised. I was watching Joe Rogan the other day. Um I was uh like a nice 12 hour coon fest bender to some hentai porn. And um yeah, um hi everyone. What I was doing was listening to Joe Rogan and uh Um, Miley Cyrus actually admitted to murdering innocent, defenseless fish on the Joe Rogan podcast! Hi everyone!
5: Anyway, so if this was a concern for you, why wouldn't you just take an EPA DHA supplement rather than murdering fish? This is
6: very strange. A very strange choice. Very strange choice. It's so strange. I've only made like a 100 videos on these ex-vegans who make the same strange choice to get their health back. It's so strange.
5: Coming from someone who literally made a song about how they were sad that one of their sea creatures died and then you go and start eating fish. Now, I actually think that Miley Cyrus is completely full of crap. I don't think her Cognitive issues, you know, her brain just not functioning.
6: I don't think that... Oh, oh, if you just see something, like, you sound like you think it's stupid, it means you're
15: debunking it. It's
6: er. <laughs> like the, the juvenile mannerisms of vegan gains. He talks like a freaking 13-year-old. Uh, talk about stunted. Talk about stunted. Pimp daddy, philosopher king, master debater, vegan gains. Why do you talk like you're 13, man? that whiny-ass 13-year-old voice like you're trying to get your mommy to buy you a new video game. Every video, you have this bitchy, whiny, nasally voice or it sounds like you're at GameStop harassing your fucking mom in 1999, trying to get her to buy you uh, whatever fucking PlayStation 2 game she won't buy for you and get you a packet of M&M's. Mom, I didn't want to play an M&M's. I wanted the peanut M&M's. Why are you so mean to me, Mom?
5: had anything to do with her diet.
6: I think that I can't talk without whining like, man, I can't I can't watch this. I can't watch this. You guys want to finish this? Does he make any points? Does he, does he give us any laughs? This dude sounds like a freaking 7th grader. He sounds like an upset, spoiled, rotten 7th grader.
5: had to do with the recreational drugs she took.
6: Oh, you're going to... Vegan gains. Going to say that's bad to take recreational drugs. When you talk about your recreational drug use regularly, remember your, your mushroom trip where you saw... What was it? Where you, you saw the... Uh,
2: that,
6: that if you... Uh, if you eat animals, you're going to like reincarnate from all the suffering that you experience and reincarnate as a suffering animal. You use recreational drugs. You talk about using recreational mushrooms, dork. Oh, here she is. She's smoking a bong rip. Vegan gains. You're talking about recreational drugs regularly. You promote the use of recreational drugs, dipshit. still more coherent and funny than Vegan Gains. And as you know, I'm no fan of Miley Cyrus, but she's still less pathetic and obnoxious than you, Vegan Gains.
5: You need to do more. You're not like ass that was Yeah, so tell me, what's going to more adversely impact cognitive function? Uh, eating too many vegetables because you're vegan or taking illegal, mind-altering
6: drugs? And what's weird, Mind-altering drugs. Like that pornography you spend hours every day cooming to.
5: What about this is, in the same interview, my...
6: Except it's not illegal, right? But it is mind-altering. The drug that you're obsessed with, vegan gains, that's also mind-altering. Look at the eyes. Always the same. No emotion. The only emotion is that cold... Slightly, it's like this cold vibe of just spite. Those cold spite eyes. You know, like somebody's looking at you and they just despise you and they're just thinking hateful thoughts. That's what his eyes always look.
5: That She's had a long a long history with drug and alcohol abuse going back to her teenage years yet somehow this wasn't... Po- teenage years!
6: ...back to the issue with her, you know, brain health. And- she feels better when she eats... Non-vegan foods, you idiot. You're missing the point. She, yes, who cares? She did drugs in the past. She does drugs now. She whores herself out for the media. She's a, She is a glorified whore. She's a glorified prostitute who does drugs, glorifies drug use, and her and Joe Rogan are going to teach children about sex and cocaine. But she still feels better when she eats animal foods because she's human, you fucking dork
15: cognitive function you know at one point again it it went from it was school then it went from you know how many how much we can actually smoke and still play a teenage superstar on the disney channel (laughs) and then like and then like what's the answer to that question uh, more than you would think (laughs) um i remember one time when and i don't smoke anymore and i'm sober Uh, But I I've been sober since the pretty much the vocal surgery kind of did it for me Um, Because I just learned so much about the effects which again, you're just not taught Um, It's not really the drinking it's staying up all night, you know, once you have your drink you end up smoking Alcohol was never my problem. There was other things that I end up, you know, I like to go up so I I now just avoid Really drinking because I, I, I like to wake up at 110%. Yeah. Why are you
6: including this? What does this have to do with veganism, dude? I love how these people grasp at straws. It's just like with Tommy. All right, Tommy, eating disorder, recovery, uh, what do you even call it? He's like a therapist now, not a therapist, but he's a uh, he, he has counseling. He helps to counsel people to help them recover from eating disorders. He talks about his history with an eating disorder and how veganism was a huge stumbling block for him, and how leaving veganism helped him to recover his health, his sanity, his physical health, his psychological health. Meat and animal foods helped him get out of that. Yet all these people, they say, oh no, Tommy, he was he had an eating disorder, and he's just a really bad, mean, bigot, and annoying, toxic masculinity, and this and that's like, no, he feels better when he eats animal foods. You're constantly trying to straw man all these other points that have nothing to do with it. Sure, Miley Cyrus is a promiscuous skank whore degenerating generations of young girls to become promiscuous, skank, dank, rank, stanky cooney whores, right? She's she's teaching these children how to be a little stanky poon horse, but she feels better when she eats animal foods. So that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that she... Uh, is a media hoe. doesn't matter that she does drugs, promotes drug use, heavily into alcohol. doesn't matter. That doesn't have anything to do with the fact that she's not vegan. She doesn't stick to or adhere to your dietary religion. And she feels better when she eats meat. That's what's important. People get better when they eat meat. They cure their veganism. The disease of veganism gets cured by eating animal foods right? Veganism, the disease of affluence that is veganism, goes away when they eat animal foods, they feel better physically and mentally, and their lives are better. That's the point. The point is not what drugs this person do. The point is not this person wears their hat the wrong way. The point is not this person listens to music that I think sucks. The point is not this person wore the uh, different clothes than I think are cool. The point is vegan gains. The point is the gains, the gan gains. The point is that she feels better eating animals, and that's what matters. People are healthier when they eat their species-appropriate diet.
5: pretty sure her vegan diet isn't to blame for her cognitive impairment. Pretty sure she wasn't eating too many vegetables. I think the issue here was that she was on too many drugs, and again... Thanks, Dr.
6: Gaines. Thanks, dude. ...interview, she admitted she had a
5: drug problem since she was in her teens. In her younger years, when she was playing Hannah Montana for Disney, she admitted she was just smoking a ton of weed, yet somehow she still managed to get away with it.
6: She's smoking a ton of weed, so she's not vegan? What What is the point?
5: And, uh, like, again, she's drunk alcohol, cigarettes, she... uh, She drunk
6: alcohol?!
5: She actually really likes upper drugs. So you can imagine, you know, what type of drugs she's been taking. I've seen other interviews with her online where she's admitted to all the drugs she's taken. Uh, Marijuana, alcohol, cigarettes. Uh, She's even said she's done cocaine. Molly, also known as MDMA or ecstasy. So yeah, I'm pretty sure taking all of these drugs on top of the brain damage she already has that's probably what gave her these issues with...
6: You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool, cool. Cool Cope vegan gains. Let's jump forward a little bit.
15: Let's jump forward. I love my performance, but I was running on empty. Right, no. We'll
6: back it up. Let's hear what she says.
15: Sure you can. Some people can. I cannot because it was really... Give- I was what having a did it do for of, your brain? I feel that I'm slowed much... Slowed you down? Now I'm so much sharper than I mm. was. And I think that I was at one point pretty Like I remember going to... Um,
6: there you go. So here she is being honest, right? You got to give it to her. She is being honest. And I've been hard on Miley, I've been hard on Miley. But you know what? Actually, watching I did watch I watch a big chunk of this. I watched the up to I, think I watch most of it. Listen to most of it because it's kind of fascinating to me. Right? I know she did she was kind of humanizing this interview a little bit. Um, I feel sorry for this girl. I mean, she grew up in a snake pit essentially. But um Miley Cyrus. For all the harsh critiques I've got the entertainment industry, this girl's kind of more, kind of a victim, but at the same time, she she plays into it. She says she's empowered, right? But no matter how critical I am of this, Miley Cyrus is still less insufferable, obnoxious, and pathetic than you, Vegan Gaines. Isn't that amazing? Less pathetic than you, still.
15: Glastonbury, and that was a show that I loved. I loved my performance, but I was running on empty. No,
5: Miley, if you were doing what you needed to do for the animals, you would just take an LG based DHA supplement, or just take whatever other vegan alternatives to these new Whatever
6: other vegan alternatives. There's no vegan alternatives, dude. There's no vegan alternatives. Soy cannot replace animal foods. There's no vegan alternative to butter. There's no vegan alternative to a ribeye steak.
5: ...that you think you need. Notice how at no point in this interview did she say, you know, I went to a doctor, I got a blood test, and I was deficient in all these nutrients. No, these are all just assumptions she's making. And remember, no, this woman no, has... no.
6: This is the point of the video where I almost cry with rage and hate well, just repeating the same talking points that I always say. I say she was never really vegan in the end. Okay, okay. Go pay me $20 to look at my, my, my wife's butthole. This has uh, been another episode of Vegan Gains selling his wife's holes on the internet.
5: ...brain damage, and she's been under the influence of all of these drugs. Do you really think she's capable of making any kind of sound
6: judgment here? Dude, she said she was taking... Supplements. She says she supplemented omega-3. She was taking algae supplements. She was taking the DHA supplements. You guys don't even listen to what she's saying. You guys are so fucked in the head. You guys are so brain dead. You guys are so rotted out. <laughs> You're so rotted out. Your, your brain is so rotted from running on pure adrenaline and rage. Your cholesterol deficient brain just can't hear what people are saying. You can't represent your opponent honestly because you're chronically dishonest vegan gains.
5: And then yeah, Joe Rogan's just eating this up. Oh yeah, yeah, vegan diet will mess you up. Not all the drugs she was taking. No, it's the broccoli. Broccoli will just mess up your mind. Can I ask you, were you doing a vegan diet
10: like meticulous? Of
6: course, did somebody say broccoli messes up your mind? No. She just said that she felt better when she ate animal foods, vegan gains, vegan gains. Vegan gains, snap out of it, snap out of it. All right, Del Bridge donates 15 bucks via Streamlabs. Del Bridge, what's up, dude? Del Bridge, how you doing, man? Del Bridge donated 15, says, Tristan, no diet can prevent us from suffering. People do not comprehend this is a transcendental concept. Yes, well, that's the thing is suffering. We're going to prevent suffering with our diet. Look at this. Vegan gains. Your diet caused suffering to Miley Cyrus. Oh, poor little Miley Cyrus. She, Miley was suffering from a vegan diet. She didn't feel good. Now she feels better. Now she feels better. She reduced her suffering by eating animal foods. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's the problem? She's reducing suffering. Don't you believe that all humans are animals too, Vegan Gains? Adele's right. No no diet will save you. Every one of you is going to die. Vegan Gains will die. I will die. Everybody we know. Every single person we know that has been born will die. Every animal that's been born will die. These people act like death is some horrible thing. They act like death is some horrible thing. But it's inevitable for all of them.
15: But
10: but you do it intelligently? I do all my supplements. I do
15: all my protein drinks. Mm -hmm. I've watched every bodybuilder's YouTube about how they still You can't pay attention to those guys. That's what I'm saying. All of a sudden, I'm like, all I need is celery. Why are my thighs like... Huge, That's like
10: a, vegan uh, bodybuilder guys, they're almost all in steroids. It's, 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 yeah,
15: it's I'm on
5: the these are just completely contradictory statements. So, during the same time period, before she got sober and she had issues with taking these drugs like cigarettes, alcohol, marijuana, MDMA, cocaine, salvia, she was super health conscious and making sure her diet was just totally on point, making sure,
6: sh- says Vegan Gains, who has. I think he took his videos down because we tried to find them the other day. He took his videos down about his amazing magic mushrooms experiences that made him so spiritual. Vegan Gains promotes drug use, promotes the worst drug in the world, pornography, and sells his wife, hoses his wife, human trafficker, (laughs) Vegan Gains, criticizing Miley Cyrus for taking drugs when Vegan Gains also promotes drugs. All right, we're back. Sorry, i buffered there for a second. Now we're back.
5: All the supplements and vitamins she needed, making sure she was super healthy, while drinking alcohol, smoking cigarettes, and doing all these other drugs.
6: Which a lot of you vegans do too. Again, you're a hypocrite.
5: Cool story. You're lying. You're just completely full of crap here. So you were eating whatever the hell you wanted. Maybe at the time you were eating
6: vegan. Which is what you do. You eat all sorts of junk food. Your whole diet's based around junk food. You got to go full day of eating vegan KFC and shit, vegan gains. Again, hypocrite. Can you say one thing without making it so obvious that you're a hypocrite? I'm going to give you, you got three more, three and a half more minutes to say something that's not pathetic and hypocritical. Go.
5: And so, I don't know, you're eating potato chips, Oreos, you know, maybe some fruits and vegetables here and there. But you weren't eating great, and you were on drugs. Gee, I, I wonder.
6: Of course, she didn't say what she was eating. In fact, she did say that she was always mindful about getting the best foods. This is Remember, this is somebody that can have whatever food she wants delivered to her anywhere. <laughs> but no, he's, he's going to make the assumption and strawman her diet and say, No, she's, she's eating a terrible diet. She did it bad.
5: Why you're feeling so crappy, Miley? And then— after you decided to get sober and you started, you know, focusing more on, you know, what you're eating and getting in more nutrition, suddenly you felt better. Gee, like, is this adding no, up?
6: No, she felt better when she ate fish.
5: For you, it's adding up for me. <laughs>
6: count the count the cackles in Vegan Gain's voice. What happens? Why, why is it that the vegans get that stringy? It's like, you have, you have such a, listen to the difference. Here's Miley Cyrus' voice.
15: Can I cannot because it was really giving. What did it do for of, your brain? I feel that I'm Slown much... slowed you down. Now I'm so much sharper than I mm. was, and I think that I was at one point pretty malnutrition. Like I remember going to um, Glastonbury, and that was a show that I loved. I loved my performance, but I was running on empty. Mm. Like right.
6: I, so, there's there's Miley Cyrus's voice. Let's listen to Vegan Gaines' voice.
5: And then Joe Rogan uh, says, "Oh yeah, all these vegan bodybuilders are on steroids." Joe Rogan's on steroids. So you're you Jews. Joe
6: Rogan's on steroids.
10: Take testosterone replacement therapy and I've done it for almost 10 years. TRT. Wait, no, wait, T-R-T. Yeah, that TRT. I started when I was like 39, you know, 37, 38. Yeah. I started rubbing this cream on me, which wasn't that effective. Was that- Imagine
5: being that much of a dishonest hypocrite that you accuse every vegan who's healthy and athletic of being on steroids, even though Joe Rogan has been on steroids for at least a decade now. And I think that just perfectly sums everything up. These people don't care about the truth. They don't actually care about what is and isn't healthy.
6: Here's the part where Vegan Gains projects his own reality onto others.
5: I think that just perfectly sums everything up. These people don't care about the truth. They don't actually care about what is and isn't healthy. They're just ideologues who want to come up with any excuses for their poor lifestyle
6: choices. (laughs) This is, listen to this, this salient self-awareness from vegan gains. This is the most self-aware moment. This is almost a moment of clarity here for Richard. Richard, you almost, you almost just figured it out, dude. You're
5: almost there of a dishonest hypocrite that you accuse every vegan who's healthy and athletic of being on steroids, even though Joe Rogan has been on steroids for at least a decade now. And I think that just perfectly sums everything up. These people don't care about the truth. They don't actually care about what is and isn't healthy. They're just ideologues who want to come up with any excuses for their poor lifestyle choices, you know, to support animal abuse for no good reason. Uh, look,
6: Mike. My- <laughs> <sighs> uh, let's hear that one more time. One more time for vegan gains.
5: These people don't care about the truth. They don't actually care about what is and isn't healthy. They're just ideologues who want to come up with any excuses for their poor lifestyle choices. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, let me come right here to the chat. I just threw up a link for the uh, for the Streamlabs in there, you guys. Let's see. Am I still live? All right, we're still good. There's a link for the Streamlabs below. If you guys want to uh, support the stream, if you guys like the content we got here, please support, please support y'all. Yeah, shake y'all down for them super chats the Streamlabs support. Bear Roots Farmers taking off, later Bear Roots farmer, Thanks for the support earlier, man. Appreciate that super chat. Um, you guys like content like this, you want to see more content like this, support the dang work. Support the dang work we do here. Super chats the best way. The best way to send the super chats via Streamlabs. Streamlabs link is in the description right there. And it's also in the chat. And turn the brightness of my screen down so I don't get the glare from the screen. Distracting everybody. I, turn this, I actually turned the brightness of the screen all the way down to zero at nighttime. There we go. Alright. Anyways, the channel here needs y'all support. You don't get support via YouTube. Best way to support via Streamlabs. And uh, YouTube Super Chats. Streamlabs better than YouTube Super Chats. I want to thank everybody who does support the channel here. We've got some regulars. There we go, Veganphobic. Phobic up in the chat. Make sure to check out Vegan Phobic's channel. He's got some great videos. He's got some great compilations. Thank you, Phobic. I know you're a, uh, a long-term supporter of the channel. I really appreciate all the support you've given us over the years. Del Bridge, Bear Roots Farmer, Flood Power, Baloney, Diamond Tuesday, Vanessa Kamara, Doorman360, Hot for Hell, Josco Kraken, William, Kareen, Will, Tunnel, Games1054. You guys, thank you for supporting the stream today. Thank you guys for sponsoring the stream today. All right. I'm not seeing any new questions or anything. Thank you, OK, for regulating the chat as well. Appreciate that. Appreciate that chat tra- regulation there. Let's go back here. Let's, let's finish up with Vegan Gains. He's got about two minutes left. To try and say something relevant that's not misrepresenting the person he's trying to discredit. Uh, maybe he'll say something else, almost self-aware. Also, let's see what he's you know, got. He's got to say,
5: for no good reason.
6: No good uh, reason. Uh,
5: Miley's health issues. It wasn't because
6: of veganism. She was thanks, Doctor v- Dr. Vegan Gaines. Why was it?
5: Drinking alcohol, smoking cigarettes, uh, m- drinking alcohol, marijuana, doing Oof. MDMA, cocaine, Oof. salvia. All these drugs, staying up late, not gonna... Yeah,
6: but, but fish made her feel better. And veganism made her feel worse.
5: Enough rest, partying Are all... you
6: about to cry too? Why are you always looking like at you about to rage cry, dude? You always look at like you about to freaking cry. The time,
5: working yourself into oblivion, getting all the stress put on her from all the fame. Like, this is what caused these issues. You can't blame this on veganism. So, these people, Miley Cyrus, Joe Rogan, and others, they are just selfish liars, and they want to give excuses for themselves to go
6: back... Selfish liars. They're all selfish liars, but Vegan Gains is a selfless, right, a selfless philanthropist truth teller. Everyone else is a selfish liar, though.
5: ...act is supporting animal abuse, and these are terrible excuses. So I don't really have much else to say if Miley actually cared about the animals. Well, guess what, Miley? If you don't think you're getting in a- enough nutrition, maybe go see a dietitian. maybe go to a-, a doctor's office, get some blood work done, see if you're actually deficient in anything. Hey,
6: or, or maybe just keep enjoying your life and feeling better by not being vegan and not associating with psychos like this. How about that?
5: Maybe take an algae-based DHA supplement vitamin supplements, whatever you need. If you actually cared about animals, you would do this, but clearly you don't. You're you do just it. a selfish liar. So-
6: And she's definitely not watching this, by the way, too. She's not gonna see this guy.
5: That's all I have to say about this topic. Really disappointed to see you know Miley do this crap. And if you like this video, maybe consider supporting me on Patreon or through my website. I have some funny perks you may find interesting. If you're looking for clothing, then check out the vegan gain store. And if you're looking for online coaching, then check out Quality Gains. She offers customized meal and training programs. And if you click the link in the description, you can get a free ebook. And check out my wife on OnlyFans. Her name is Fresh Worm Buns. She's hot as hell. She does full nudes. We just released really hot uh, set in the bathtub, so you might want to check those out. Really
6: hot know, set in the bathtub.
5: As always,
6: keep making those vegan gains. Look at that fat set, dude. Look at your freaking arm. All right. morbidly obese philosopher king, vegan gains. Thank you, dude. Really appreciate that. Um, Making some obesity gains. Love it. Love it. Somebody said earlier that vegan gains... Come over here to the chat. I read a funny funny comment earlier. And let me read this again because I really... I thought this one was pretty funny. Uh, Where'd that go? There's a, you, some of you people in the chat are funnier than are funnier than any of these dorks we had laughs at on YouTube. And it's gone. Alright, let me come over here to the chat. We will rise, we will rise
0: again. We will rise again. We will rise again.
14: Vegan?
6: I am because I lost weight. <laughs> Alright. here you go, Super Chat. Thank you. Thank you, Rat Splatigan. Sends 20 bucks for a Super Chat on YouTube. It says, if a vegan wants to become an ex-vegan, ex-global citizen, bigot carnivore, do you recommend slowly adding meat or switch to carnivore all at once? I'm new here. Love your eye-opening show. Streamlabs gives error. Sorry, why is Streamlabs giving an error? I don't like that. I don't like that. Streamlabs, why are you giving errors? People are trying to bypass the YouTube, the YouTube suck hole and support the channel, you're giving them errors. Streamlabs, punk ass streamlabs. Sorry about that, that's not good. All right, first of all, you're trying to leave veganism. There's not really a reason for you to go fully carnivore. Right? There's, you don't need to go full carnivore. In fact, very few people need to do a fully carnivorous diet. A carnivorous diet is a tool. It's a tool that can be really effective for getting back your health Right? If you've been deteriorating on a vegan diet and you've had real bad issues with digestion, with the assimila- assimilation of nutrients, and if you have sensitivity to things like oxalates, right? if you've had kidney stones in the past, that could be from things like oxalate, which are very high in things like spinach, a lot of nuts and seeds that have a lot of oxalates in them. So what I would recommend is doing a diet where you're focusing on animal foods, right? eating red meat regularly, good quality grass-fed beef, eggs, raw cheese raw dairy there's no reason to go full carnivore to go full keto especially if you're coming from a a vegan diet which it sounds like you are right you're gonna become an ex good global citizen ex-vegan so you were never really vegan now luckily i'm sure you've changed your your uh your profile name before you showed your face in this chat because i'm sure you know vegan gains and his crew would have uh would not have been happy to see you musing about these things, getting terrible ideas like eating animals and being healthy. (laughs) So I'm stoked for you, that's good for you. Someone just said they had kidney stones twice from dark leafy green smoothies, exactly. These idiots are telling you to eat your your greens. And a lot of these vegans are getting kidney stones. So if you've had issues like that, then maybe going more carnivorous could be beneficial. But what I would recommend is first of all, just eat a steak, don't pussyfoot it into it, don't uh, have one egg and then one small fish and then a slightly bigger fish, and then maybe a bite of chicken, and then maybe, you know, just have a ribeye steak. (laughs) Have a nice ribeye steak. You don't have to go fully carnivore. Hey, if it it works for you, that's great, but it's not necessary. There's no one perfect human diet for everybody. But we all require, we've all got requirements for certain nutrients that you're only going to find in animal foods. Vitamin B12, (laughs) zinc, iodine right, bioavailable iron. These you get from animal foods. So you don't have to cut out all the plant foods. Keep the ones that you can digest well. A lot of people do really good. If you're coming from a vegan diet, you probably don't want to lose any more weight too. A lot of vegans are malnourished. So if you want to gain weight, make sure you're having some carbs and some fat. Get enough protein. If you're just trying to maintain weight or lose some weight, you might need less carbs. You might feel better low carb. You might do better with some carbs. It's about what works for you. But what is true across the board is that the only foods that are absolutely necessary for human health are animal foods. We require animal foods. So don't pussyfoot around it, don't eat an egg first, eat some steak, have some steak every day for dinner for a while, and see how you feel. Does that mean you gotta go full carnivore? Might not get any benefits from it? Shoot, it might even be detrimental in your case if you're coming from feeling super restricted on a vegan diet, but it is a tool. It is a tool, all right, so focus on things like broth, Focus on things like organ meats, right? Eating nose to tail, fish, seafood, shellfish, eggs, raw dairy, raw milk, raw cheese, butter. Here's a good one to check out. If you're looking to get looking to get your diet dialed in. Check out the carnivore cookbook. Zero carb recipes for people who really love animals. Oops, let me back this up so you can see it. Where's the camera? There you go. Jessica's book, The Carnivore Cookbook, Zero-Carb Recipes for People Who Really Love Animals. You can find this at primaledgehealth.com. There's a link in the description down below. If you want help dialing in your diet, if you want a very affordable way to get regular help from us, from myself and Jessica, become a member of primaledgehealth.com slash membership. There's a link in the description down below. We do weekly coaching calls in there. We have a private forum. with A bunch of cool, like-minded people there to help support you, whether it be in your diet, homeschooling, homesteading. We've got a bunch of awesome folks in there and then we do weekly coaching calls where myself and Jessica can help you out and you've got full access to us whenever you need there. So that's a good way of supporting the streams. That's a good way of supporting the channel here. And that's a good way of supporting yourself. So thank you for the support via the super chat. Thank you for the question. I hope that helps. Probably don't need to go full carnivore. It's about what works for you in your context. A lot of people do great with carnivore. But it's not either or. It's not carnivore or nothing. All right, so vegan gains. We're done with vegan gains. Wiley Cyrus is no longer vegan. OMG. So, so sad. Sad face emoji. Dead eyes cry tears of anger face emoji from vegan gains. And we move on. I'm sure there will be 30 more. Well, let's see. Maybe we should just, we'll just check if there's more. Check if there's more Miley Cyrus. I guarantee there's like 30 videos just put out in the last 24 hours about Miley Cyrus and her vegan. Miley Cyrus, vegan. Rat Splatigan says, thanks, I'm going to have a steak. There you go. You already eat eggs and cheese. That's good. That's good to know. You're already eating eggs and cheese. Have a steak. Have some bone broth. Mm -hmm. Check out the book, learn how to make, learn how to prepare things like liver and kidney. You might actually like a lot of these odd bits as well, like tongue is really good. Boiled tongue, really good. Boiled kidney, really good. Simple, straightforward recipes. Check out the book, The Carnivore Cookbook. I guarantee you'll like it. If you don't like it, Vegan Gains will send you free pictures of his wife's bum hole. Um, happy healthy vegan. Miley Cyrus is no longer vegan. It's not my brain type. Must eat fish. So let's let's all just misrepresent what she said. right? Michelle Lowe. Miley Cyrus is no longer vegan. Confirmed. You did it wrong. There you go. Shout out to you did it wrong. What's up? She's got a good channel. Thank you Miley Cyrus for exposing the truth about veganism. Oh, we got anti-vegans. Oh no. Plant-based logic. Miley eats fish. Miley Cyrus is no longer vegan. Hey Bobby's perspective. I ain't heard from Bobby in days. Bobby's perspective's back.
0: I'm not vegan anymore! Oh, no!
6: Miley Cyrus Omega 3 and veganism. Dr. Darth Davis. Let's see what happens with Garth Davis here. So
11: Miley Cyrus isn't vegan anymore. And all of a sudden, people are freaking out.
6: Oh, so this happens every few weeks and you come on and you say a bunch of stupid nonsense and try to discredit... <laughs> the person who's no longer vegan, let's hear it, Dar- Garth Davis, let's hear it. veganism is not a diet, it's an ethic, let's hear that. Dr. Garth Davis, who promotes veganism for health, let's hear you say veganism's not about health. One more time. And are all in- High energy Garth Davis today.
11: ...the internet ready to go and buy fish. It's always weird to me because, first of all, veganism... It's not a diet. I, I don't do veganism to be healthy.
6: Is yeah, a- but you promote it for health and you're a freaking doctor. You sit here with your name, Dr. Garth Davis, and you tell people to do it for health. But no, it's not about health, right? It's not about health. And vegan folk are right. You even said your kids aren't even vegan because you don't want them to have an eating disorder. You dishonest prick. Come on. You're, you're as dishonest as vegan gains. And you're as intelligent as vegan gains too, and that's not, an, that's not a compliment. Veganism
11: is not a diet. I, I don't do veganism to be healthy. Is it healthy? Yes. But do I do it to be healthy?
6: No. Why do you do it? In fact, if you do it- Do you do it just to be obnoxious? <laughs> do you do it just so you can look like shit? Do you do it just to decrease your performance, physically and mentally? Why do you do it? Some of the long-term studies, are my
11: favorite study, the Adventist Health Study, shows vegans live exceedingly long, healthy life. But guess who's healthier than them? The pesco vegetarians. And there cool. is a reason for that. It turns out that omega-3s are important to our body. And
6: oh, yeah. You can't, get that, more more this, you can't get that on a vegan diet. You can't get that on vegans. vegan. You can't get those omega-3s that you admit are important. You can't get them on a vegan diet. You admit that it's a deficient diet. Why do you have to keep saying – why do you have to say anymore? You admit that it's deficient
11: with high dose pharmaceutical grade fish oil that did show a reduction in cardiac mortality in people with high triglycerides. We also know from several trials that people with low DHA and EPA, which are long chain omega-3 fatty acids, tend to actually have their brain shrink over time. There have been studies showing that supplementation with omega-3
6: so here he is admitting. That's going to make your freaking brain shrink when you're deficient in this stuff.
11: can help with concentration in people that are having problems and DHA and EPA deficient.
6: Like all vegans.
11: And get this. Vegetarians and vegans can easily be EPA and DHA deficient. Even if you're taking flaxseed, eating flaxseed and chia seeds, because that produces... ALA, but your body has to turn ALA to DPA and EPA,
6: DHA and EPA. But it can't do and, that efficiently. It has
11: about ten percent efficiency in doing so.
6: Ten percent efficiency, if you're lucky.
11: And so that can create a problem, and that may be why we see better survival in in pescatarians in the Adventist Health Study.
6: Listen to how many how many times he's admitted here already in two minutes that vegan diets are nutrient deficient and dangerous. Need we need we watch any more of this? High energy, Garth Davis. Thank you, buddy. I don't look at all these. So many vegan videos. So many vegan videos. All right, we've uh, too many. Too many to count. Let's see. <laughs> hot for health. There you go. Hot for health was in the chat today. There's your video. Hot for health. I don't know. Here, vegan Cronish. It's always the same. She did it wrong. She was never vegan. Oh, I can't imagine. Why would she say this? Why would she do this? She's so bad. Oh, she's so wrong. She's so wrong. Let's jump forward. Going to be that I call out.
1: Yes, I'm going to come for you, Miley Cyrus. Now, you heard it right. Miley Cyrus isn't
6: vegan anymore, and I'm so disappointed in this So show. disappointed. So, soy Ryan Gosling is so disappointed. I look so, so... I look so, so much like a preemie Ryan Gosling.
1: stupid now. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm saying that. It's because about a month ago, I made a video defending Miley Cyrus when people were accusing her of eating, you know, seafood. And now she's come out saying she is eating fish. Now, the reason I defended her was because they just said some waiter served her seafood. And that, they didn't have any pictures, any evidence. It was just he said, she said. So, obviously... Miley Cyrus being a vegan celebrity always speaking up for animals, I thought she was a true ethical vegan. Then it comes, then I come to find out why I'm at work today, she's literally been eating fish, and she's admitting it. Aye, aye, she's been
6: eating fish, literally. Dale Bridge sends five bucks says, so a pescatarian diet is best, not vegan? Well, a pescatarian diet is better than vegan. Mm-hmm. But Then guess what's better than a pescatarian diet? A diet that includes red meat as well
1: and she's gone on to make make other crazy claims so here's me about a month ago defending her now here's a question i've seen floating around lately miley cyrus isn't vegan either she was apparently seen having seafood at a restaurant now i've heard something about this but i haven't seen any evidence or proof so i like miley cyrus i really hope this isn't true i've heard Some waiter or something come forward saying I serve Miley Cyrus some type of animal product. I don't know if this is true. It could just be some random talking about this, saying it. You know, anyone can make up anything. So it doesn't mean it's true. I still think she's a vegan. I don't believe this is true, this story. But I see a lot of people talking about it. (laughs)
6: You got like a multi-clip timeline of him coping with it. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Too many. Too many to count. And all the same. Never really vegan, never really vegan, never really vegan, you were never really vegan, you were never really vegan, and you did it wrong, and you're a liar and a murderer who did it wrong, always the same. (laughs) Alright guys, So I don't know about this, alright so, let's see, We've, we've talked about Vegan Gains, Miley Cyrus. Pimp Daddy Vegan Gains. Talk a little bit about OnlyFans. Well, guess what, everybody? Guess what? I've got great news for you. The newest stars. The newest social media stars to jump into the empowering world of slinging porn to coomers we got James Aspie and his like girlfriend, his, like new girlfriend or something. James Aspy and this chick. I don't know. They're probably in an open relationship or whatever. <laughs> James 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 Aspy and his partner. Let's call partner, my partner. James Aspie and this chick that he's probably in an open relationship with. Um good news for anyone who wants to see more from the well, what do we gotta do it in the the James Aspie voice. Good news for anyone who wants I can't, I can't do an Australian accent right now. I'll just The chat will eat me alive. We'll just do it in normal Tristan voice. Good news for anyone who wants to see more from me and my gorgeous girl, Nikki Madeira. We have started an OnlyFans. We have so many moments that we want to share and so much more to say about life, love, and each other. But we don't want to dilute our Instagram pages from, from veganism and animal rights. Yeah, we don't want to dilute the veganism animal rights page with our porno. OnlyFans is a place where you'll be able to get to know us more like friends than activists. We want a place where we can all have fun and chill with cool people and no haters. We'll share fun photos and videos, tips about mindset and relationships, our love story Q&A sessions, and whatever else we come up with along the way. You'll also be the first to get any exciting updates in our life, and there are some good ones coming. It's a paid social media platform, and I know many of you support our love and our work, so this is the best way to, create, to help us create more content and do more of what we do best. Subscribe now, and the first 30 people who join get 20% off. Click the link in our bio and come join the party. James Aspie and his girlfriend, OnlyFans, you guys, you guys don't know, James Aspie, celebrity vegan, vegan e-celeb, literally thousands of people know who this guy is. And he's going to help his female to be so empowered. He's going to help his female to be super duper empowered. And <laughs> he doesn't do that on OnlyFans. So I guess you got that to look forward to. You can buy pictures. Doesn't, maybe they're not going to be Putting the Pono pictures on there. This is his girlfriend. His sexual object partner. Nicole... Mag- Are we back? We're back. Alright. So, I don't know. I've, I'm just always trying to brainstorm ways that we can help with female empowerment. That we can help with like saving the animals. You know, we can just help people to just enjoy life. And now... We've got new ways to do that. We can empower the women. We can empower the activists. Why is this not loading? And we can do that by selling butt shots to coomers. Here we go. Here's her. Yay, we started our OnlyFans. We have so many moments, thoughts, and experiences to share that it would be too much for our Instagram pages that are focused on promoting the vegan lifestyle OnlyFans is the right place for everyone that is interested in connecting to us more as friends than activists, and where we can talk more openly about relationship mindset. Mindset, guys, to help you with your mindset and their love story and other fun stuff. We want a place where we can all have fun, laugh, relax, a place with less judgment, more love. Be one of the first 30 to join and get 20% off, so you guys can be BFF with them. You can be BFF with these people. (laughs) <laughs> if you just go over to uh, to OnlyFans. You guys should be able to make a wage doing what you do. You spread such an important message. Hot. That's hot. Get a job like most activists. Yeah, right. Job. That's for suckers. This is a job, my love. If you don't want to subscribe, that's cool. I don't tell you what you work with is a job or not. Spread more love and less negativity. No, no, no. This is not a job. You're just becoming a whore. You're, you're becoming a whore, Nicky Madeira. This is called selling that ass. This is called being a hoe. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Let's see. Uh. Hmm. Hmm. The sexiest vegan couple making an OnlyFans. Oh! ha 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 thank you, what an honor! Lots of people are saying that it's not a real job, or I thought you, can ha- you had integrity, and I just can't believe the sheer ridiculousness of it. For starters, it can actually be really helpful for others if people in healthy relationships share the inner workings of their relationship and how they communicate, etc. This ability for people who may not have been shown the diversity of relationship dynamics and the communication skills required for all aspects of a healthy relationship. To see what this looks like firsthand is valuable. If it becomes normal for people to give insights into their private life in this way, it has the potential to contribute to us all having a good understanding of how a healthy relationship, if that wasn't shown to you as a child, or to even witness what a toxic relationship looks like, etc., for healthy people who were shown healthy relationships so they can better understand toxic relationships and how to navigate them and help others who are experiencing them, etc. It's all helpful. No longer are relationship dynamics secret and hidden and shameful to share about, and it does good. James and Nikki are contributing to this. And secondly, oh no, there's a secondly. And secondly, having sex and getting paid for it doesn't make anyone less. Doesn't make... And secondly, having sex and getting paid for it doesn't make anyone less than in any way, except in your head if you feel that way. Men and women have been having sex for eons. Eons. And suddenly, if someone wants to pay to see it, it's wrong. It's a normal and natural act that humans do. And some people enjoy looking at it. And it's also natural because almost everyone is inherently attracted to the human body. No one should be judged for watching. No one should be judged for watching. And no one should be shamed for sharing it. And thirdly, oh goodness, there's a thirdly. I've said it right when he said, No one is entitled to their content. Why should they make it for free? If you only, if you find what they plan to put on OnlyFans valuable, then you can decide whether or not you wanna pay for it or not. If you do find it valuable, but don't wanna pay for it, then it's you that has a problem, not them. They have every right to ask for payment for it, and you have no right to feel entitled to it. Thank you, that was amazing. That was an amazing comment. So James Aspie and Nikki Madeira, newly newly christened sexual pictures of themselves or videos, or who knows what kind of gross shit. Um, but there you go. Vegans against the exploitation of animals, but totally down for the exploitation of gimps, simps, and they're down to be pimps. So James Aspy, James Aspie joining uh, joining vegan gains. Who's going to be top vegan pimp of OnlyFans? I think in like three months we'll, have, we'll probably have a lot more vegan OnlyFans in a few months. So what we can do is we can, uh, we'll have to vote. Vote on the top vegan simp pimps. Top vegan simp pimps. <laughs> hey, you got a nice big fast super chat. That might, be the, that might be the best super chat of the night. Yato love. Yato love. Thank you so much for donating via the Streamlabs, dude. Yato love, says Jesus Christ loves you all. Can you read Bible verse to everyone about love? 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8. Thank you, Tristan and Jessica, for your amazing work. Keep going. Right on, man. Look at, and look at this twisted version of love that we're given. This twisted version of love that we're given. That's kind of the theme of tonight, right? Tainted love. Oh, tainted love. Dum, dum, dum. Tainted love. All right. Let me um, let me pull this this verse up, and we'll read that. And again, thank you for the support. Thank you for the super chat. Let's read that. First Corinthians thirteen, four through eight. All right. Sorry, guys. Love has no fear. It does not worry. Love keep no, keeps no records of wrongs. Here, we'll find the full. This is, a, uh, this is a KJV version. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth. But whether they be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Which, in the New King James Version, they use love instead of charity, right? Let's see, love suffers long and is kind, love does not envy, love does not parade itself, Is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophesies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, they will vanish away. So there you go. Now, according to James Aspie and his girlfriend, love is money. Love is, uh, love is sexual acts done in front of a camera for vanity and money. Love is coom. Love is cooming for vegan gains. Love is selling your wife's butthole on the internet. Love is pretending to save the animals while really destroying the animals and destroying people's health, according to these people. Now, according to the media, love is wearing your gimp mask and being abused and treated like a dog on your hands and knees by abusive psychopaths, according to L. Magazine. <laughs> what kind of tainted love are you being told? What kind of tainted love are you being sold on? And they're telling you porn is love. It's insane, it's insane. Hey, I really appreciate that super chat, man. Yeah, uh, that was a Streamlabs. Remember, Streamlabs, best way to donate, best way to support the stream here is via the link in the Streamlabs. Super chats are cool, but YouTube YouTube does take a, take a cut. So there's the Streamlabs link in the chat. Yato love, I really appreciate that. I don't know if that, I might, I don't know, you might be a lady, I said man. Yato, Yato just makes me think of Vato, so I thought you were a dude, maybe not. <laughs> so I appreciate that. What a great contrast to this degenerate, to these degenerate OnlyFans hoes. Like James Aspie, Vegan Gains. The Truth donates five bucks via Super Chat. The Truth says, so stoked. They're on OnlyFans now. I really needed some guidance, and I can't think of anyone better than two prostitutes to get that from. Well said. Well said. (laughs) Jair Bear. Jair Bear or Jair. Jair Bear. Donated 1903 via the Streamlabs. Remember, the Streamlabs is the best way. Thank you so much, guys, for the support. Really appreciate that. Jair Bear. Says, who are some of your favorite living Orthodox teachers? I'm a Catholic who sees a stark contrast between the two churches, and I'm looking for a good introduction into the origins and concepts of Ortho versus Catholicism. God bless you and your fam. Um, here. Check out, get yourself a copy of this. Get yourself this book. It's a good one to start with Orthodox Dogmatic Theology, St. Herman of Alaska, uh, of Alaska Press by Proto-Presbyter Michael Pomazansky. So Father Seraphim Rose was also involved in, in this. That's a good one to start with. Um, another one, Contemporary, Orthodox. Now, Father Seraphim Rose passed away. Father Seraphim Rose, he's not around, but I can't find the, my copy right now. Father Seraphim Rose, Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future. Please read that one. Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future. It right, says, so Father Seraphim, Rose is great. Another one, uh, Father Peter Hears. Okay, so there's a YouTube channel called... What is Father Peter Hears' channel called again? The Orthodox... Let me, let me get the right channel name. Father Peter Hears. The Orthodox Ethos. The Orthodox Ethos. That's a really good source. Father Peter Hears. He's still around. Those are good places to start. Another good book... It's hard to find because it seems like it's out of print, or it is out of print, and it seems like it might be difficult to find for a few months. Hopefully they print it again, but that is Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future by Father Seraphim Rose. Uh, And then check out Jay's channel. Jay does some great works as far as apologetics go. Check out his, uh, his Discord. Yeah, there you go. The Thoughts of a Pilgrim said Orthodox Ethos. There you go, everybody. Patristic Nectar, there goes another one. The Tristan Show is way better than anything on television and dumb Netflix, says Delbridge. Thank you, dude. Appreciate that. Now, if only, if only half the audience that tunes in regularly felt that strongly about it and would support the streams that we do here like they support their degenerate Netflix dealers. (laughs) That would be helpful, right? So I appreciate that you guys do enjoy the show. I appreciate it. And Delbridge, he's always supporting. I appreciate that. Oh, there you go. Okay, says Trisagion Films. Tri- how do you how do you pronounce that? Trisagion? 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 But Father Spiridon. Father Spiridon Bailey. That's another one. All right. What else is cracking? Best show ever. Says Yato Love, best show ever. Hey, I appreciate that. That may be a slight exaggeration, but I like the sentiment. I like the sentiment. You know what? And in the last like 30 minutes or so, we've had some good support. I appreciate the support from the Super Chats, guys. But uh, we're gonna wrap this up. We've learned a lot. We've learned a lot. <laughs> we're gonna do. Is, uh, we're going to wrap this one up, but I'm sure we'll have more vegan-only fans reveals coming up in the next few weeks. Jay Dyer's got a debate tonight. Check out Jay on the Killstream. Go check out Jay's Discord. Uh, uh, check out our Discord as well. We've got a private forum, a members-only forum. You can become a member at slash membership. There's a link in the description down below. Weekly coaching calls. Next coaching call will probably be Monday or Tuesday. I don't know if we've announced it yet in the forum, but we do weekly coaching calls in there. If you, if you want private coaching, you can hit us up as well. Best way to get really affordable coaching, though, is get in on those weekly coaching calls in our membership forum. Um, so, yeah, thanks for the support, guys. Make sure to check out Jay's debate tonight. And uh, stay off the frickin' OnlyFans. Stay off the TV. Kill your damn Netflix account. Create real relationships in your community. Get out there and build real relationships with your neighbors. Talk to your neighbors. Breathe the fresh air outside. Get natural sunlight. Eat meat, make families. Do all the good things, right? Serve God, not man. Don't be afraid of the state. Don't be afraid of other people's thoughts about you, their opinions about you. We have nothing to fear. The only thing we should fear is God. All right, guys. See you next time. Get off the computer. If it's a daytime, go get outside. If you're over there in Australia, New Zealand, get off the computer. Get outside in some nice, fresh air. Get out there in the real world. Build real relationships, real communities. Get out there and live your lives, guys. See you next time.